The following is a presentation of Team Glory Sports. The Georgia High School Association and WGTJ Radio presents the 2023 Class Quad A State Football Playoffs. It's been a turnaround year for the North Hall football team, going three and seven in the first year for Coach Sean Pender in 2022. This year, they turned things around and finished seven and three and finishing fourth in Region 8 Quad A. Tonight, they go on the road to Henry County at Stockbridge High School to take on the Region 5 Quad A Region Champions. The winner advances on to the state playoff second round coming up next week. And the state playoff run starts tonight for the North Hall football team here on 97.5 Glory FM. And we count down to kickoff tonight's game of the Long Street Cafe pregame show. And it starts now. 97.5 Glory FM. WGTJ Radio presents Friday Night Football in North Georgia. Welcome to the countdown to kickoff of tonight's game with the Longstreet Cafe pregame show. Let's go to the field for tonight's game on 97.5 Glory FM. Live from Stockbridge, Georgia, along with Gary Glenn and Joe Gailey, Mike Warford with you here for Trojan Playoff Football as it is North Hall taking on Stockbridge in the opening round of the 2023 Class Quad A State Football Playoffs. Hi, everyone. Welcome to tonight's ball game as Glory is on the road with you once again as we bring you the first-round matchup between North Hall and Stockbridge. This is going to be a huge battle for North Hall. One time in school history as the Trojans won a state playoff game on the road. And, Joe, this could be one of the biggest efforts they can win tonight. Well, if they were to win tonight, it would be a huge upset both for uh, for both teams, I, I would say. The uh, Stockbridge team comes in 8-2. and two. They've won eight in a row. They're 7-0 and oh in their region, number one in 5-4A. They have scored 461 points this year and given up only 138, as opposed to North Hall's scoring 325 and giving up 235. And what I looked at at Stockbridge, defensively, in the last eight games, they're averaging seven points a game on defense and over 50 points a game on offense. So it's, uh, you know, they're, they're, score, they're a score machine here lately. Um, in the first two games, they gave up uh, um, uh, a lot of points, over 45, lost those first two to teams that are in the playoffs now. And uh, they've gone 8-0 and since then. They Both Douglas County and Cockle County both finished 10-0. and That's their two losses, game one and two. And since then, they're 8-0. And, and uh, Kobe Tompkins, uh, Duke Scott, Duke Scott, uh, College NC State, I think, uh, Stiney, got averaging almost 150 yards a game. He's, uh, these guys can run. They're averaging about four, 300 yards a game on uh, offense running the ball and another 100 or so passing the ball. So we'll see how it turns out. North Hall's defense is going to have to buckle up and bow down and all that other stuff tonight for sure. Well, you heard on the offensive side from Coach Sean Pender, uh, yesterday we were talking, he was telling you, you'll hear about him in a few moments here on our pregame show here, is that they averaged two and a half seconds on their defensive line game to the quarterback. Yeah, that, that's just simply amazing. I, I was After you told me that the other day, I was, I, I was looking and I was, I was counting. Thousand one, thousand two. Oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> you know, that's pretty doggone quick. I don't care where you are. You know, you got in basketball, you got three seconds in the lane. So I'm just like, okay, so you can stand, you can get hit by the by the uh, def- defensive lineman quicker than you can stand. Long you can stand in the lane, that's quicker. <laughs> that's well, coming funny. up next here, ninety-seven-five Gloria. We'll hear from Coach Sean Pinder as we bring you the Long Street Cafe pregame show live in Stockbridge 
We're back here to this timeout on 97.5 Glory FM with North Isle Trojan Playoff Football. Hi, it's Mary and Hope for Long Street Cafe. Hope, you have something you want to say? We just want to thank our loyal customers for supporting Long Street Cafe this year. She's right. With your support, Long Street Cafe has been able to provide 5,000 meals to local law enforcement and first responders, along with middle and high school football, baseball, basketball, and softball teams, plus area FCA huddles and more. And Mary, I want to thank you, too. With a little more practice, I think you'll get the hang of this. Uh, don't mention it. Long Street Cafe with two Gainesville locations. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Georgia temperatures change like the score in a closed game. Let us help you be prepared for any season. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. Welcome back to North Hall Playoff Football, 97.5 Glory FM. Counting out to kick off a nice ball game on the road down in Stockbridge, talking with Coach Sean Pender. And, Coach, as we get ready for this ball game, tell me about the journey of this football team getting this point in the season and playing Stockbridge for the first round of the state playoffs. Well, the journey has been a complete turnaround of the season from a year ago. You know, last year we ended up 3-7. This year the season was 7-3. So we definitely made a lot of good strides in being able to flip the script and you know, that's just a you know, great, you know, our senior class that we had, they just worked extremely hard to get to where we are. And, and uh, we had some underclassmen step up and, and uh, push and keep trying to get better. And, you know, they did really great things in conflict with what we were trying to do as a team. So tell me about how well the football team is playing right now, what we got to do to win this football game tonight. Well, to win this game, we're going to have to play, you know, above our heads we're going to have to play with a lot of effort and we're going to have to execute extremely well um, we're up against a, a tall task and a very powerful team like Stockbridge we just have to uh, play our type of football and you know try to win the play you know every every play you know every down every moment it's a new moment and you know whether it happens if you had you know, success the moment before the play before or a failure, we need to concentrate on the next play and play the next play the best we can. And if we can do that one at a time and just keep pushing, keep inching, um, we'll have an opportunity tonight. For the fans who can't go to the game or tune into our broadcast tonight, Coach, tell me a bit, is there a comparison? Anybody we played so well this year that compares you to uh, Stockbridge? North Oconee. <laughs> I was afraid of that. Uh, yeah, yeah, North Oconee. I mean, yeah, they're, they beat everybody in their region just like, North Lake uh, beat everybody in ours. It was uh, a far number one, and then everybody else was all bundled up there together. And, um, you know, that was just, you know, just one of those things. You know, we have to go out, and we're going to have to execute a lot better than we did against the team at North Lake I mean, they have a, a running back that's going to North Carolina State. They have a, another uh, linebacker that's going to Michigan or has been offered by Michigan. I don't know if he's committed there or not, but they just got a lot of good talent, and, and uh, they're a well-coached team, and, you know, we got to go to their territory, and we got to perform. we got to perform uh, to the best of our ability. We're going to have to play our best game we played, um, uh, and, and even better uh, to, to win this one, and, you know, we, we have a really good game plan. Our kids are, are working extremely hard and uh, had a great week of practice, so we just got to go out there and, and execute the game plan, and give 100% and let the chips fall where they may. 
I know it's got to be a battle of the line of scrimmage. I know it was like what, how it was with North Oak County. So what we got to do to stop those guys from just making the, the Tanner and the other guys just run for their lives? Well, um, you know, definitely is going to be that. The uh, matter of fact, we did a, an average of we had nine game films, and we were just watching everyone and every one of the quarterbacks for the drop back. We just wanted to see what the time was. And uh, 2.5 seconds is, is all you have before they're going to be in that backfield from looking at what uh, the offensive line they are going against. So, you know, our offensive line definitely has their hands full, and so does our, our D-line because they are very big up front. And, um, you know, to protect Tanner, you know, one thing we have to do is get the, um, get the ball out of his hand quickly, you know, and, and Tanner's going to have to do some of that on his – on his own, we'll, we'll have certain types of play calls, but he's going to have to um, keep that, that clock in his head and, and often know, you know, he has to do his progressions and read through it, and he can't just sit in the pocket, you know, all day long. It would be nice if our offensive line could give him that opportunity, but I don't know if they could. So. Uh, there's still that uh, one thing everybody's concerned about is the weather. Could that be a concern about now how you, uh, this ball game could be effective Saturday night? Well, um, obviously, weather can definitely play a part in, in it. And, uh, but, yeah, it looks like we might get some rain. and But it won't be the first game we had to play in rain. We had to play against Chester uh, in rain. So it just is what it is. Both teams are going to play in the same conditions. Uh, and, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, I, I would hope for a dry night. But, you know, if it rains, it rains. It's, it's just going to – I don't think our game plan can change very much. Of course, the biggest thing to me, though, as a fan here of the team, is that you're here you are playing you know, football in the state playoffs. That's a fun thing to do, knowing we get a chance to play again next week. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we're, we're excited. We're fired up. And, you know, when you get to playoffs, it's a, it's a whole other type of atmosphere, and, and our, our boys are looking forward to getting in that environment. And once they're in that environment, once they're never going to want to not go back to that environment. So. That is definitely a, a fun thing to have the opportunity to try to compete for a, a championship. And it's just one week at a time, one game at a time, and um, you know, we'll see how it goes. Right, we'll see how it goes. We count down to kickoff. It's Trojan Playoff Football here on 97.5 Glory FM. We're coming up back to this timeout. Turkey and dressing, sweet potato souffle. Hope Bunch, the voice of Longstreet Cafe. What you doing? Getting ready for Thanksgiving, Mary. Here at Longstreet Cafe, we offer catering and pickup for the holidays. We're also open Thanksgiving Day, serving from 10.30 to 2. That sounds like something not to be missed. Glad to hear it because we'll need an extra dishwasher and I'll put you down as good to go. <laughs> no, 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 wait, Hope. Longstreet Cafe with two Gainesville locations. Make sure to place your orders early. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. Welcome back to the Longstreet Cafe pregame show on 97.5 Glory FM. From Coach Pender, now we get ready for the kickoff of the nice ball game at 6.30 an hour earlier than it was from last night. There's other games being played across the state of Georgia today. Class AA and Quad A today. And then they'll play all the games on Friday 
starting next week. 32 teams start the playoffs, and then they'll go to Mercedes-Benz Stadium in December for the state championship. And locally from last night, you heard right here, it was Lumpkin County advancing to the second round with their first ever state playoff win over a, what we thought was a very good Gordon Lee team out of that reads. They were number four, and they were dominated by Lumpkin County last night. Gainesville, they were victorious over South Paulding from last night in Class 6A play. White County had their season come to a close as they fell to Bremen on the road. Last night still, White County has never won a state playoff game, which is amazing. Flyer Branch, they lost their game on the road as they were on the road down at Creekside while Jefferson won their game as they were victorious last night. Also, Buford had no problem with Wheeler. They went 50 to nothing from last night. All the Forsyth County schools lost last night. It should be just about over with East Forsyth playing in their first ever game this afternoon, Joe. Yeah, the Luella's up 26-21 in the third quarter. I just wow. looked it up as you were t- talking there. Uh, that's the score from uh, Luella right now that I'm seeing. Yep, and it's not far from us from mm-hmm. that standpoint. But no. it's really big for them in their third year yep. being number three. So I'd like to see how North Hall could have done against Lou Well, they hadn't mm-hmm. been for that loss to East Forsyth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might have been a deal different. The uh, Wesleyan Wolves beat Archer by three, 46-43 earlier today. Um, out of our class, Bainbridge beat Trinity Christian, and uh, LaGrange beat Westover pretty handily. Troop County has beat Cairo by four, and uh, Perry beat Burke County, and South Cobb wore a redan out. They doubled them up, 71-39. Well, you heard Coach Pender say this team reminds him of, of North Oconee, and that mm-hmm. scares you right there. Oh, it does. I mean, North, North Oconee is very physical um, at the line of scrimmage, both sides of them, and they're dangerous, both running ball and passing ball. As I mentioned earlier on, Jaden Scott, Jaden Duke Scott, uh, signed with the NC State. Uh, you know, he's uh, averaging almost 150 yards a game, and he's got 29 touchdowns, Gary, is what I've got in my book. Well, I got at least 28, So, mm-hmm. and that's the most in the division, Joe. Yep. Yeah, you know, and all of 4A, so. all of them. And and one thing I looked at as I was adding up yardage, there they have over 4,300 yards total offense this year. Well, Scott's and, got yeah. 1,485 by himself, exactly on only 135 carries, which means he's averaging. Listen to this: he's averaging 11 yards a touch. Good gracious, isn't that something? I could average that if nobody's guarding. If nobody, I mean. yeah. <laughs> I mean, just, just looking at some of the numbers, you know. Oh, yeah. um, they are seventh. I'm talking about the Tigers now of Stockbridge. Seventh in all of 4A in defense. They, they surrender less than 14 a game. They've got 125 tackles for a loss, 45 sacks, and 59 hurries. Yep. And rushing, they're averaging about 300 yards a game. That's second in 4A. They're scoring over 46 a game. Now, I think it also bears re- noting that the two games that they lost. Now, Joe, you've always said, you know, they lost the two beginning of the game of the season, and now they've won eight in a row. The teams they lost to are both still undefeated and both still playing. Yep. Douglas County and Cockwick County, both yep. the really good teams. Yeah, and uh, they didn't lose to Douglas by like seven points, I think. It, it was close, if I remember correctly. And uh, now for the Trojans to be victorious tonight, they got to have great games out of Tanner Marsh. He's the 3,000-yard man mm-hmm. right now. Um, he's got 1,528 yards pass in – uh, a lot of, of brushing as well, and and the other things, the other touches of the ball. Perrier is um, about eighth, I think, tied for eighth in receiving. Riles mm-hmm. Perrier, mm-hmm. 631 yards on the season. Uh, Marsh's passing ranks him sixth in 4A. The defense, though, lately, they've been a little bit suspect. They have uh, they're ranked like 31st. In the division, they give up almost 24 points a game. 
They gave up 354 yards rushing in the game, that shootout that they had last week mm -hmm. when they lost to East Forsyth. Now, Marshall, on the other hand, had a great game yep. against East Forsyth. They had 209 yards passing, 113 rushing. And Perrier had 120 yards receiving. Mm -hmm. So they got to have good, great games out of those two. They got to have a great game out of Tate Ruth. And they've got to shore up that defense. If they don't shore up the defense, it might be a long night for the Trojans because we've seen what these guys can do on the field. And that's exactly right. You, and you're without your leading tackle of Trey Patterson tonight. He was injured in the East Forsyth game. He's not in the lineup tonight. He uh, was averaging uh, 10 tackles a game, so he's out tonight. Dalton Hulsey will take his spot. you got Zeke Harris and Connor Free, the next two tacklers at 9.6 and 8, respectively. And so uh, it's going to be a lot of a lot of faces going in and out on defense, I'm afraid, tonight, Mike and Gary, that, that North Hall is going to depend on to, to get the job done. Yeah, and when you look at the Stockbridge lineup, you and I discussed this while we were walking around when Mike was setting up earlier. These guys have got a whole bunch of D1 prospects. Oh, yeah. Some have already committed, and some are being courted by four or five different schools. And these aren't schools like out in the boonies. These are D1 people you have heard of. Well, you know, like I said, the Scott kids already committed to NC State, and that's obviously D1 ACC school. But, you know, as you and I were walking back from the restroom, and I looked out, and I looked at some of the Stockbridge kids, and there's guys three times yours and my size put together. Oh, I got one you know. guy that's 372 pounds. Good night. That'd make like, well, I'm heavier now, so that'd make like two of me. <laughs> All well, they've they got a lot of guys, though, that are in the 260, 250, yep. 270, 280, 290. And, and they've got one guy on defense. His name is Cam Reese, Cam with a K. Mm -hmm. 13 sacks and 18 hurries all by himself. Good gracious. Wow. Well, you can tell it's going to be a battle on the hand for the Trojans this evening. We're coming up next. We'll give you the starting lineups. Get ready for the kickoff of a nice ball game. North on the road to Stockbridge. We're back after this two-minute timeout here on 97.5 Glory FM. Hi, it's Marion Hope for Long Street Cafe. Hope, you have something you want to say? We just want to thank our loyal customers for supporting Long Street Cafe this year. She's right. With your support, Long Street Cafe has been able to provide 5,000 meals to local law enforcement and first responders, along with middle and high school football, baseball, basketball, and softball teams, plus area FCA huddles and more. And Mary, I want to thank you, too. With a little more practice, I think you'll get the hang of this. Uh, don't mention it. Long Street Cafe with two Gainesville locations. Opportunities are often found in the most unexpected places. Hello, this is Matt Nix with Duplicating Products, your local Canon, Savin, and HP dealer. After 48 years in business, we've seen a lot of opportunities along with some pretty big challenges. Sometimes they're one and the same. If you have an opportunity for a new business partner or a current challenge in your office, turn to us at Duplicating Products. We'll do everything possible to deliver the best solution and an honest partnership. Call us at 770-532-9932. And see us online at duplicatingproducts.com. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Hey, it's Coach Mark Richt here. Everyone knows defense wins championships. And if you're not using EMC security to defend your home and family, you need to step up your game. They're who I use for home security and cameras, and you should too. I've scouted them all, and there's no better choice. With EMC security's no contract and local service, they are a clear number one. 
So give them a call or visit them online at emcsecurity.com. That's emcsecurity.com. Dear Lord, we come to you this evening on behalf of all of our athletes, coaches, students, administrators, and fans of every school in this great area of ours. God, we ask that you would protect each one involved in our contest tonight, keeping them from injury. And it's our prayer that whatever's done tonight, whether it's coaching, playing football, playing an instrument, cheering, or simply offering encouragement, may it all be done with enthusiasm as something done for the Lord and not for men. May tonight's event honor and glorify our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And it's in his name we make this prayer. Amen. Dear Lord, we come now, to you this evening. back to the Longstreet Cafe pregame show on 97.5 Glory FM. All right. Can you hear the final nice notes job. of the national anthem being played here at Stockbridge High School in Henry County? Just off Interstate 675, almost back to the intersection of I-75 south of Atlanta. Joe Gailey, Gary Glenn, Mike Warfin, Stockbridge back in Gainesville. Producing game, as always, is Nathan Lady. Now time to start lineups. First, four, first for North Hall, thank you, Mike. On offense tonight, Coach Sean Pender. They'll have a wide receiver, number 25, Corbin Sosby, number 20, Ty Kemp, and number one, Riles Perrier. The tight end will be number two, Brecken Kirby. The line will be number 75, Mason McGill, and 59, Thomas Green, 77, Eli Ham. 54, Charlie House, and 73, Kate Hawthorne. Quarterback will, will be number four, Tanner Marsh. And then running back, number three, Tate Ruth. The kicker will be Akeem Reyes, and I think Blade Carmona will do the kickoff tonight. And defensively for Stockbridge, you will have Jaden Glover, number 24, on, on the defensive line, Omar Lopez, number 90, Dylan Manuel, number 99, and Cameron Reese, number seven. That'll be the defensive line, the linebackers, number eight, Adam Prince, number five, Chase Taylor, number 34, Jeffrey Smoot. The defensive backs will be number one, Malik Caswell, and number 15, Travion Davis, and number six, Jeremy Woods, and number 14, Chris Noble for Josh Gross's Tigers. On the offensive side for Stockbridge, you will have wide receivers number 12, Kevin Connix, and number 10, Ryan Johnson. The tight end will be Tyler Tucker, number 88. Across the line, 77, Xavier Spikes. Trammell Pre-Aware, number 53, number 72, Cedric Irvin, number 56, Donovan Brown, number 78, Bubba Grayson. In the slot position will be number three, Jordan Mack. Quarterback will be number nine, Kobe Tompkins. And the running back, number four, Jaden Duke Scott. The kicker will be number 38, David Castillo. The defense for North Hall has changed a little bit tonight. Charlie Wright, number 10, will be a defensive end. Defensive tackle, Matthew Arcel, number 34. 95, Dawson Reed will be your nose guard. 55, Landon Potter will be the other defensive tackle. And then Tanner White will be number 35, will be the other defensive end. The linebacking court of Dalton Hulsey, number 44, number 8, Zeke Harris, number 12, Parker Carlton. Cornerbacks, Charlie Dyer, number 11, number 14, Mason Carrick. Free safety, number 18, Connor Free, and number 17, Walker Davis. And that could change from a 5-3 to a, to a um, 6-2 or whatever they're going to do tonight in the notes I got today. All right, captains meeting at midfield. Captains for tonight, uh, you got Jaden Scott, Cameron Reese, uh, Jeffrey Smoot, and Amari Grayson for Stockbridge. Wrecking Kirby, Tanner Marsh, Zeke Harris, and Connor Free for the Trojans. My name is Chuck Christopher. I'll be your Jason Siler will be your umpire. First of all, I want to congratulate both of you for making it to this part. Next, anybody can come out here and call heads or tails on a, a coin. Your job as captain is to be the leader. I want this game played with good sportsmanship and respect for others. 
wins or who loses this game. I do expect it to be played with good sportsmanship and respect for others. It starts with you eight guys right here because you are the captains representing both of your teams. So I need all of you to agree. If you saying something behind the try to do that. Foul eight to to the final whistle. That's tail. What did you call? Tells it is. Tells it is. All right. Tanner Marsh called heads, but it came up. Tail. Jaden's Duke Scott says they want the football. Yep. Stockbridge will have it to start off with. And North High will be kicking from right to left to start the game. The, the man you just heard giving the instructions, Joe. Jason Sound. Russell Kinsey is the linesman. Line judges Daniel Borkins. Field judge Holden Smith. Side judges Chad Taylor. Back judges Kelly Scruggs. Up there in the booth of you guys on the electric clock, John Nelson. Play clock is Alan Yancey. Again, referee is Chuck Christopher. He's the man in the white hat. And the umpire, Jason Souther. So that's your officiating crew tonight. And we're just about ready for some football. What association are they from tonight, Gary? You know right off? Yeah, say again. What, is, what, what association are they with tonight? Uh, I don't know. I'll okay. ask them. Not a big deal. North Hall, get the picture now. North Hall all in green tonight. Green tops, green pants, green headgear with the white numbers. Stockbridge all in white. White headgear, white tops, white bottoms with a hint of blue. Or green, excuse me, the dark green with the orange numbers. They have the Miami Hurricane colors, Mike. Orange and green. If my buddy John Scalero was here, he'd be tickled pink because he's a Miami fan uh, for sure. Uh, says they're the Northwest Georgia gotcha. Official Association gotcha. out of Dalton. Well, I was talking to one of the guys up here, and they, they had the Adairsville-Gilmer, the upset over there last night with Gilmer and Adairsville. They had that game last night. So, interesting, interesting. North Hall will come out. As I said, they're going to kick from right to left. The field is an is a AstroTurf field. I'll still, still use the term AstroTurf, even though it's just turf. It's a turf field, orange end zone with the green and white stock bridge on one side and Tigers on the other. They are the Tigers. And the kicker will be, I'm looking, if that's Carmona. It is. Looks like Blake Carmona is going to do the kickoff tonight back deep for, for Stockbridge. Looks like you'll have number 23, Mackay Ramsey. And then number three, Jordan Mack. There's the whistle. And we are underway now. A little low line drive squibber trying to keep it away. It's going to go out. Oh, he touched it right there at the 19 or 24. Oh, that was a that mistake. Was, yeah, it was. It looked like it was, it was right on the sideline. I wonder yeah. why he touched it. Wow. Interesting. Right there in front of you, Gary. I just wonder why he touched that one. That's interesting. Well, Kevin Connix. Should have let it go out of bounds because it was about another two feet bounds. But I, I think he was thinking the North Hall people were converging on him so quickly. Mm -hmm. It's a live ball, of course. By the way, Joe, uh, when I went out on the field with the, the coin toss, it is pretty dry. These these artificial turf fields drain very quickly. So despite whatever rain that fell here in Stockbridge today, field seems to be in good shape. That's good. You couldn't tell it in the metal bleachers. They were pretty 
Still pretty oh, soft. Oh, yeah, they were, they were soaked, weren't they? You got three wideouts all on the near side stacked on top of each other. Colby Tompkins with one setback. Deuce Scott, hand off to Scott. Scott's going to get it around the far side. North Hall with a good little push, but he's still going to get about five, four or five yards out to about the 28. It was first and 10 at the 24, so he got about four. It'll be second down and six. He's listed at 5'10", 201, the Duke Scott, so he's a load. He's a load, but he, he can flat fly. I bet he, when he gets around the corner, he can scoot for sure. North Hall with a five-man, four, three guys on the hand, two guys, two guys up. Defensive ends. Tompkins has it, looking to pass to this side, in and out of the hands of the intended receiver, number 10 that time, Ryan Johnson, the intended receiver. He was and defended by Mason Carrick. We didn't see this in the initial scouting report, but he is a lefty. Yeah. I, we didn't know he was lefty, so that, you know, and, and a left-hander takes you a little bit longer for a receiver to get used to the spin of the ball which is I never thought about that until Tim Tebow came along and I found that out. Second down, third down now, and six. Ball's on the 28. Have to get to the 34. Topkins has it. Looks right across the middle. Complete right there and hit immediately right at the first down marker. And it looked to be like Kevin Connick's that time. Let's see when they unravel him. Nope, that was 10. Ryan Johnson again caught it for the first down right at the 35. So he Zeke, got seven. Zeke Harris. One of the leading tacklers on the North Hall squad was the first man to hit him. Harris is 6'2", 185, so pretty good size for Zeke, and he's made a lot of tackles for the Trojans this year. Tigers going left to right here early in the first quarter. Two wide outs, hand off to Scott. Scott got a little hole, bounces off this side coming at us. Good stop by the Trojans after about a two-yard gain out to about the 37, 38-yard line as Duke Scott gets about, they're going to give him almost three. That's what I'll call it. It's going to be second down and a long seven. Ball to 38 now. And off to Scott again. Scott's trying to find a hole. He gets around a couple of guys, and he keeps pushing, pushing, pushing. That leg drive, look at that. He oh, got man. on right there to the 45 well, and got the first down again. Well, wow. they're going to they pushed him back, but they're going to give him forward progress. Yeah. They stacked him up right around the 45, which was the first down line. And uh, he just kept those legs going, man, alive. Yeah. And that wasn't even considering the tush push, was he, it? Easy, no. He's on part tonight. Yep. Stockbridge all in white with the orange numbers. North Hall all in green with the white numbers. First down at the 45, 10-27 in the quarter. Tompkins hands off to Scott going the other direction. Scott tripped up right there at the line of scrimmage. Going to get about one, maybe one and a half across the 45 to the 46, maybe 46 and a half. Be second down, and they can only give him one. Second down and nine for the Trojans. Joe, that was uh, that was Mack who spelled him on that. Scott had took a took a breather for a play. Jordan Mack, he's a little bit smaller, a little scat back type. They've alternated between running the straight shotgun and that pistol formation. They're in the pistol now. Two wideouts, one guy in a slot, waiting. Hand off to Scott late. Scott's going to get in there, but North Hall's defense came up there and knocked him after about a two-yard stop. And a good contingent of North Hall fans on the other side, Mike and Gary. Glad to see that. And uh, some of their band is here, it looks like. So good standing. And Stockbridge with their band in a good hand. Man down. Man down in the middle. Stockbridge guy. Big tackle. Uh, number 72. That's Cedric, that's Cedric Irvin. That's the big big uh, center, Cedric Irvin. 6'1, 280. Just a little fella. We've got a little light mist now. It was showing that might happen earlier. Hoping it wouldn't, but it sounds like it did. Well, I'll stick out here as long as it's just a miss. But if it gets too bad, I'll have to bring this wireless equipment up. Like to uh, say hello to everybody listening back up in the in the mountains of Hall County, as I call it, the Claremont, Merville, Sardis area. And uh, 
A grateful nod to all the veterans out here on this Veterans yep, Day. Happy Veterans Day to all the folks that have served our country. I had in my sure. family, my daddy and one brother were Marines, and the other brother was Army, so yep. I knew what it was like to be associated with military people. I'm saying Grandpa and uncles for me and the cousin that flew for 30 years, I understand. Irvin's up, favoring that right leg. He's bending it easily as he comes off, walking off under his own power. He's up and down, say he's got to come out since he was down. He doesn't want to, but he's yeah, talking to if, the trainer. If, yeah, if he's the center now, you got to watch that center quarterback exchange mm -hmm. now, particularly in this shotgun thing. He's coming on off under his own power. He's not. He's walking. He's not trotting off. He's trying. There he goes trotting. Good job, Cedric. Trotting on off there. I noticed a couple of mom, moms and dads or fans down there had had big said on the back of their hoodies tonight with number 72. So he Cedric's got some fans here. Four wideouts, two on either side. Ball at the 48. Third down, seven to go. Back to Tompkins. He's looking to throw. I'm going to throw it over the middle. Uh, incomplete. Over flag. the head. Got a flag come back. Is it yep. going to be on North Hall or is it going to be a hole? Let's see. The official is letting us know. Illegal procedure on. I thought I heard an early whistle. And it'll be an illegal procedure on Stockbridge. That was a third down play, wasn't it? They yes, made it decline was. that. I, well, you think they're going to take the penalty move oh, back wow. five. It'll okay. be third and 12 now. From the 43. Yep. And that's probably why they did, Mike, because the illegal procedure happened right there before the yeah, play. Yeah, it must have been a, before the play Dead started, ball. so yep. they had to take the penalty. 9.25 in the quarter, and clock's running. North Hall moved over to a 4-3-4-4 now. Tompkins with four wideouts looking to pass. One man coming on, throws it short. Man's got the Scott. Scott to the 50, the 45. Got man holding on to behind up to about the 38-yard line. It has the first down. I see a flag yeah, back well, at the 49. One of the side judges threw that. That's usually a hold. It happens there, a hold or an illegal block. Let's see what it's going to be. Referee is checking it out. He's got the call. He will. It's going to be a hold on the offense, so it's going to come back. It'll be from the spot, which was the 49, which is basically where the yardage marker was. It was like third and six, third and seven. It's going to come back from the 49-yard line. There'll be a 10-yard penalty. No, yeah, he's still walking, so a 10-yard penalty. It'll make it third down now at the 39-yard line. Well, Tompkins was yeah. fortunate to get that pass off, yep. Joey. A whole lot of pressure, one of the – Green-shirted North Hall Trojans was in his face when he threw it. Went for a good gain, but the holding penalty negates that. Throw that little screen out there, and Scott, the release valve, if you will, caught it. Good gain out of it, but had a holding on the corner over there. So third down, about 16 yards to go for the Tigers. Topkins back to pass, looking. Throws it over to this side, complete right there to 45. Down the sideline, 30, 20, 10. One die trying to catch him. It won't happen The Tigers. Lead it early with a long 40, I see, that's a 61-yard touchdown. Yeah, and, you know, he was over there all by himself. And then, man, when he caught that ball, did he turn on the Jets? He just left everybody from North Hall way behind. He caught it around the 45 of North Hall, turned around and scooted down the sideline. That was number 10, Ryan Johnson, that caught that and turned and, like you said, turned on the Jets. Scored the touchdown with 8.40 remaining here in the first quarter. The extra point attempt will be from David Castillo. Castillo will wait on the snap in the hold. Both of them are good. The kick is up, and it is no good, they're saying. No good. Still a little bit of stay. Six to nothing. Stockbridge with 840 in the first. 
We're back in one minute from Starbridge on 97.5 Glory FM. Siphon Logistics commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at siphonlogistics.com. If you want to add something really special to your outdoor cooking collection, it has got to be a Blackstone griddle from Ultra's Ace. These griddles are made from cold rolled steel, so the surface is really durable. And they're super easy to clean and maintain, but the part that really matters... Is the food! Yes, the food. You'll create masterpieces with steak and fish, prepare fajitas like you've never had before. And undoubtedly, the best grilled cheese sandwich on earth. It's the little things. Treat yourself or delight a special cook on your Christmas list with a Blackstone griddle from Ultra's Ace Hardware, Thompson Bridge Road in Gainesville. And we're back here waiting for the kickoff. We had a flag on it. I think it was offsides. And it's going to come back. David Castillo was up there to kick and had an offside tagger. So it'll be pushed back five yards to the 35, and they will kick again. Six nothing after the touchdown and the missed extra point by Stockbridge. North Hall will get their first possession here after a long, I say a long methodical drive. They started around the 29, and after a couple of penalties, was able to get that 61-yard touchdown pass from Tompkins down to Ryan Johnson. Castillo has it teed up. Back is per year, and Carlton, Ty Kemp, one of the guys back there also. Castillo looks and says, you guys stay where you are. I got the kickoff. They do, and there's a kick. Short end over end kick, gonna come down in between a couple of guys. North Hall, that guy has to pick it up around the 20, and he's only gonna get it to about the 25 before being knocked down by a host of white jerseys. That was, uh, is that number 35 for North Hall? Or, no, it's Ty Kemp, excuse me, number 20. That brought it out. He only got about a six yard return out to the 26. North Hall going right to left, and they'll have it there, in their first position of the game. You want <coughs> extra point might mean uh, it's hard for you guys at your angle to see it from up there. Wide right is what I'm wide told. right. Got you. North Hall with Marsh and Tate Ruth hand off to Ruth as he tries to cut in. Ruth's going to get one, maybe two. I think it's just going to be one. They have per year in motion. Handed off to Ruth, did Marsh, and he was able to get about one out of it, maybe one and a half out across the 28 to maybe. Uh, they're going to have to save the 28, so about 26 to about the 28, about a two-yard gain. Second down, eight yards to go for the Trojans. Glover, Lopez, Manuel, and Reese, the four-down lineman for Stockbridge. Number 99, Reese, or Manuel, excuse me, is a big boy, Gary, for sure. He swapped him, him and Lopez at the last minute swap. Marsh out to the far side is going to try and sling it. He throws it all oh, over the head, and wow, and he got hit. And as soon as he came down, and he's not moving, now he's getting up. And the intended receiver was Perrier. He had to go way up the ladder on that one, and he was hit while he was in the air after the ball was past him, so no flag, of course. It but, went right through his hands. Yeah. Travion Davis was there to make sure he didn't come down with it, though. He, 
smacked him pretty good once he put his hands on the ball. He would have been really close to a first down had he caught it, but it didn't happen. So now it's going to be third down and eight, 7.51 in the quarter. They need to convert so they're not going to go three and out right here. They'd like to have a nice little drive just like Stockbridge had. Nobody out wide. A couple of guys short over there behind the tight end. Marsh out to the far side, rolling, rolling, rolling. Now he's going to have to run, and he's not going to get anything. He's knocked out of bounds right on the sideline through the chain set over there. Yeah, took out the when uh, one of the looked like he got hit pretty hard right there on the sideline. We saw that last night up in Lumpkin and had a couple of flags on it. Might have been Coach Pender. Not really. Might have been right there on top of it. They lost a yard. It's going to be fourth down now. And yep. Took nine. out the coach. Yeah, Coach Pender got in the way. Adam Prince, six foot, 190-pound defensive back, knocked him down. Parker Dale back to punt. He's standing at his own 12. We'll kick it around the 15, which he does. A little extra time. There's no pressure. Decent little kick is going to come down over his shoulder. Oh, and they tackle him hard at the 32. Wow. North Hall covered greatly in the kick returner. Had to catch it over his shoulder going away from the defense or the offense there. The kicking team caught it and got stacked up immediately right there. The kick returner, I believe, was Chris Noble maybe. Was that number 14? Or number, maybe number 17 that got hit right there. Marcus Torrance. They'll come back out. We'll Stockbridge 706 here in that, the first. That was a 41-yard punt, Joe. 41. How about that? All right, four wideouts for Stockbridge. Duke Scott to the right of his quarterback, Tompkins. Tompkins barks the signals, takes the snap, looks to throw. Got it complete over here to Johnson. Johnson at the 40. The 45, good arm or good leg tackle right there at the ankle. Looked like that Connor Free came up and helped make that tackle at the 44-yard line, but they got about six or seven yards. It'll be second down and short for the Tigers. Hurry up offense now. Three guys stacked up between the numbers and the sideline. They go in a hurry. Throw it in a hurry. Almost intercepted. Good play right there. Uh, that was number 18 again. Connor Free came in and knocked it away. Intended receiver was Ryan Johnson trying to get a little short out. Good play by Connor. Yeah, the Free, the 160-pound senior, kind of left his feet and slapped the ball away. Mm-hmm. Knocked it out. The thing about it, had he had he had it been a little bit lower and he caught it in stride, he might could have returned it. Might have been a six. Third down, three yards to go. Tompkins with four wideouts again. They're on the near hash mark. Tompkins back, looking deep, looking deep, throwing deep. Got a man barely open. Knocked away at the last second by a Trojan. Who, what number was that? That was number 11, Charlie Dyer. Charlie Dyer gets back there and knocks away. Had him covered pretty good. I thought the offensive guy, Connix, was going to beat him by a step, but he stuck his arm out there at the last minute and swatted it away. Brings up a fourth down in a punting situation. How about that? Yep. Well, they've gone toe-to-toe with a pretty good team here in the first half of the first quarter. Jordan Wilson is the punter, and he'll get off pretty good kick, and they're blowing whistles everywhere, so we will not have North Hall called timeout. Ah, Okay, North Hall has a timeout with 628. We'll take a look. We're back in 30 seconds from Stockbridge on 97.5 Glory FM with North Hall Trojan Playoff Football. 
Here I am on the road again, ready to pick up the kids from school, go by the grocery store, and do all the things a busy mother does. It's because I just left North Hall Tire and Wheel, where they made sure I was ready to go. They put on a fresh set of tires, checked the brakes, and even the battery. I know I can trust Mike and Matt and the guys at North Hall Tire and Wheel. They have everything you need, all the name brand tires at the best prices, and the service you need. They're on Cleveland Highway in Gainesville, so give them a call at 770-297-5308. And we're back here at Stockbridge, North Hall, trailing 6-0 here in the first quarter. We are back here. It is fourth down. Punting situation as Jordan Wilson is back to kick it per year back deep. Looks like uh, Ty Kemp is back there with him. Well, the line of scrimmage is 44. They're going to try to pin North Hall. They get off a good punt. He'll kick it from about the 35. They came in, but they were off to the side there. High punt coming down. They're going to let it bounce. It's going to roll and roll and roll and come down around the 22-yard line. So not not a great punt, but a and not about, terrible about, field position. About 32 yards. North Hall had it in the second position. They held them that time and got the ball over on down. 6-15 in the quarter, 6-0. Stockbridge leads it over the Trojans. They'll come back out in their offense. No update on the scoreboard that I had earlier. See if I can get that for you in a minute. One, two, two wide outs. One guy, yeah, in a slot position on the far side. Tanner Marsh hands off to the last second to Ruth. Ruth going to come through up to about the 25. And I say that was Ruth. And that was per year that ran it that time. He came in a, over from that slot position and ran it. They handed it off to him, and he got about three yards up to the 25. So it'll be second down and six. Afraid I may have to come up there with you guys. The rain's getting heavier. Come on up, brother. You can hang out with us. Running to this side. Uh, Perrier has it again. He's out to the 30. So he's going to get about five yards on it. It'll be third down. And now and about two for the Trojans. 531, third and short yardage. Well, Marsh kept it that time. I think he's uh, maybe I jacked up his average a little bit more than that. I think he's probably got over 2,000 yards of total offense now. Wow. Rushing maybe. and passing. Yeah, you got some rain coming down, don't you, Gary? I see it over there through the way. Mm -hmm. They're lined up. They got one wide out. They got guys in the slot, two slots on this side, handing off to running back Carlton. Carlton gets the first down out to the 45, or 35, excuse me. Out to the 36 is where Parker Carlton will come down. Trying to look up some scores for you here as we're talking. And uh. love it. Has beaten Madison County. Was that today, Mike? Yes. All right, 31-24 was the final. That game was at Madison County. North Oconee beat Pace a bunch, 52-13. to um, <coughs> Pardon me. You had, uh, I'm looking for the Luella game again. <coughs> Excuse me. Getting into last night's games again. I'll look at it again. North Hall's coming up tight, and then Marsh went under center. Handed it off to Perry right up the middle. Look at that run to 20 for 35, 45. That was from Ruth, a quick hitter. He came up, handed it to Ruth really quickly for another first down, a burst of about 12 yards out to the 49. Wow. Joe, that was the famous. There. The famous what now? 14 blast. 14 blast, and they shot it right in there. There you go. 
North Hall taking their time, 4.08. Got the play clock on either end, you can see tonight. 23, got plenty of time. That's probably one of the strategies that you would think, Mike, is they would want to run a little clock tonight if they can. Marsh just turned around and handed it off. Handed it real quickly. Came up under center real quick. Now he's back to pass. Looking on the far side. Got a man open down at the inside the 40 at the 38. That is miles per year for another 12-yard gain and a first down. Chase Taylor at 6'3", 205. Wrestled him down, but it's down. The Trojans moving the, moving the ball pretty good. North Oak Coney with a big win over Pace Academy. Just mentioned that one. Still looking for that East Forsyth game. I hadn't had it pop up in the last few minutes. North Hall in the huddle, which we talk about during the season. We don't see quite as much as we used to, and but they're in the old-fashioned huddle in the circle. 319 in the quarter, 6 nothing. Tigers lead it. Three wideouts on the near side. Empty set. No roots beside him. Give it back to Perrier. Perrier's going to be knocked down for a loss. That defense was in there quickly, and Marsh had to hand off to Perrier as he came by him, and they lost about a yard. It'll be maybe two yards. Second down and 12 now for the Trojans. That was Adam Prince, number eight on that stop. Six foot, 190 pounds senior. Boy, looking over this lineup for Stockbridge guys, they got lots of juniors and seniors. Yeah, lots of lots of guys, lots of, of meat up there on the front line. Lots of experience. Mm-hmm. North Trojans come out of the huddle. Two slots on the far side, one wide out. Pitch back to Ruth. Ruth looking for a hole. Nothing going to happen. Is there in on him and stop him for three more yard loss? Maybe four. It'll be third down and about 16 to go now for the Trojans. Cam Reese, that guy we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. 13 sacks, 18 hurries. He came up off the ground, waved his arms in a, you know, that dismissive notion like, nope, didn't get anything that time, guy. You didn't, you didn't get past me that time, yep. North Hall in the huddle. They come out of the huddle, three wideouts, two on the near side, ball on the fall hash mark. Marsh back to throw it. Oh, a man's on him in a hurry. He throws it late and throws flag. it out of bounds. Got a flag right there. Might be a hole on the Trojans as the clock stops with 145. Umpire comes up. Yeah, it's going to be a hole in on North Hall more than likely. The umpire comes up to talk to the White Hat. He's talking to the officials. Official thing, write it down. I think they have to do that every time to keep up with during the game. Holding on North Hall, so that'll push him back if. They take the penalty. If not, let them punt him from there. I wouldn't I, give him. The, I, I think they can yeah. punt. Yeah, they're going to make. They're not. They're going to decline the penalty. Make them punt. It's going to be fourth and fifth, sixteen, and they'll have to punt from right there. Parker Dale with his second punt. And stand in and punt it. Pump back to his forty-five with one forty-five in the quarter. Dale high snap. He got it. No rush. Gets it off, a good little punt down the side. Will bounce and bounce, and let's see where it ends up. Caught it right on the one. Oh, How about yeah. that? Just inside the one. Dandy yeah. kick. And who caught the ball down there, Gary? Did you get the number? Hang on, I got you here. It's all. It was Walker Davis, number 17. Walker he Davis. played it on. The, he played it on the hop. On the hop and inside the one. So they have to go 99 and a half yards to get something to get another touchdown right here. So let's see what happens. That was a wet football. Watch out. Yep. 
Almost all needs to be awake for sure. See what happens here. It's actually inside the one, Joe. Yeah, inside the one. That's about as good as you can do it right there. 44 nice and uh, two-thirds yard punt. First and 10 inside the one. Right in the shadow of their goalpost. Hand off to Scott. Scott breaks outside to the 5, 10, 15, 20. It's a foot race now, folks. 30, 40, 50. And nobody's going to catch him. 30, 20, 10, 99 and a half yard touchdown run by Duke Scott. I tell you, now that's something and no flags. That wow. is something right there. You're, you're pinned, I mean literally pinned at your goal line and you turn around and go 99 yards and and 28 inches. I mean, come on, that was that was amazing. That brings the fans on the home side to their feet and giving each other a high five. That's what speed does for well, you, that, baby. He got around the corner and there was nobody gonna catch that young man. He just took off. That's why he's going to NC State. He's going to run the football like that and maybe a track and field. You never can tell. All right. Extra point attempt by Castillo is up, and this one, one is good. That one is good. 13-0. Tigers win it, lead it with one third, 18 remainder in the first. And back in one minute from Stockbridge on 97.5, Glory FM with North L. Trojan playoff football. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're represented to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. Thank you, North Hall. This is Chris Kinsey with Millie's Drapery and Decorating, and we would like to thank the North Hall community for their continued support. Since 1968, my family has provided the area with beautiful custom drapery, bedding, upholstery, blinds, shades, and more. If you would like some help with your interior design project, give us a call and we'll schedule one of our talented designers to give you an in-home consultation and estimate for your project. Call us at 770-532-3819. And back here at Stockbridge reminds me of a game North Hall played years ago in Washington County when they they tried to control the ball in the first half and they were just so fast they were scoring down and touch the football. Uh, Cazil kicks it back per year, I think, per year, catches it at the 10 to the 20, the 25, the 30, scoots to the other side out of oh, and he got drilled at the 33. There's a flag at the 34 yard line that I'm seeing right here. Let's see what we've got. Let's see, one of the back judges on the return had the flag. He's talking to the side judge. And now the white hat will meander over and get the call and see what they've got so he can explain it to everyone. Puts his arm around the side judge. One of the coaches is giving his player from Tockbridge an earful. <laughs> he is still talking with 109. North Hall will have the football either at the 35 or behind. Let's see what the, what the play is or what the call is going to be as they still talk about it here in the first quarter. 109-13-0 Stockbridge with the lead. It's going to be a hold on North Hall, and it will be a personal foul on, against the head on Stockbridge. And that will offset North Hall will have it at the 35. He goes to personal foul, and then he puts his head, hand against his head. So had to be one of those 
helmet to helmet thing. They're going to re-kick it. That's almost targeted. Yeah, they're going to re-kick it right here is what they're doing. Because yeah, they all set to yep. do it over again. Yep. Do it over again. So we'll have a do-over on the kickoff. See how that turns out. Maybe it'll turn out even better for the Trojans. Per year and Kemp back deep. Carlton up short. You have Castillo to kick off again. Ball's placed between the center of the field at the X and the hash mark on the near side. On the tee at the 40. For the Tigers, 109 in the quarter. Castillo. Referee says. Well, North Hall needs to answer here. There's the kick. Good high kick in over end. Perrier's going to take it at the 13, 15, 20. Trying to get outside. And he gets knocked out of bounds at the 25. Got pinned against the sidelines. Yep. Where to go? Nowhere to go on that one, as Gary said. One of the big guys in there, number 99, Dylan Manuel, on the defensive lineman, helped in that pursuit of him on the sideline right there. A little guy, 6'2, 275. First down for the Trojans. Ball's on their own 24-yard line. They need a good sustained drive. They had a decent one going a while ago until it bogged down with the penalties and whatnot. Still raining down there, Gary? Yeah, I'm. A, I'm. A, I think second quarter I'll probably be up there with y'all. Okay. It's starting to accumulate on me. <laughs> oh, looking out to pass. Those two on the flare pass on the far side. He stopped in the backfield back at the 20. That is some high stepping back there that made the tackle number seven. Made the tackle. That's uh, Cameron Cam Reese, Reese again. The, I think it was uh, when he went up to get the ball, he had to go up. It had to elevate to catch that ball. Mm -hmm. Ty Kemp. Kemp had to go up, and by the time he got back down, Reese was on him. Yeah, that's about a four-yard loss to be second down, 14 yards to go. Ball is at the 20-yard line exactly. 26 seconds and running. See if they'll get one more playoff. It's 25. Yeah, there's plenty of time. They'll probably let it run out right here if I'm guessing because there's 19 on the play clock and 14 on the game clock. They'll split out into their offense, 11, 10, 9. Marsh with three wideouts. Marsh has the ball with five, looking to kick it inside, and he's only going to get to the 20. A little late pitch, late handoff. That'll end of the quarter. Stockbridge with the lead, 13 to nothing. And we're back in the second quarter, one minute on 97.5 Glory FM. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Family owned and operated for over 35 years, we offer the best service in North Georgia for heating, air, and plumbing. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Bushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. 
And back here in the second quarter action from Stockbridge, Joe, Gary, and Mike with you. Back in our studios in Gainesville, Nathan Laddy, rain falling here in Stockbridge. And really, it's not as bad as North Oak County, but, boy, this is a very good football team. Yeah, they're they're really good. Uh, you know, they, they're taking a few minutes to get warmed up. North Hall has it. Second down, 15 yards to go. Marsh having to back, back, back. He got a guy on him, and he just grounds it because there's nobody there. And they're not going to get a flag, I don't think. Oh, no, they don't. But that's had a guy on him like everything. Jaden Glover was the man. That, yeah, there's a flag back there at the two. I'm pretty sure it's going to be intentional grounding because there was no one in the vicinity to catch that football. That's what speed does for you on defense. They're talking about it right now. And we will see what they call as two officials talking to the white hat. So three guys jumbled up talking and making sure they've got it right before they make the call. Yeah, intentional ground is what the call will be against the Trojans. Loss of down, that'll make it um, third down now. The penalties from the spot. Yep, from the spot. So it's going to be they, have to, they have to make the 34, and they're at the two. So they got 32 yards to go. It's fourth down because they lost a down. So it's fourth down. Parker Dale will have to punt. From the, he's on the back edge of his own end zone, ladies and gentlemen, with 11.53. And they're not loading the line, but they're bringing down most everybody. they got 10 guys on the line of scrimmage. You'll have to get rid of it in a hurry. Got to make sure it's a good snap, too. This is a big, big thing for North Hall. One guy back for the Tigers. Parkerdale gets it. Good snap. They didn't pressure. Let him kick it. Okay, low-line drive. Returner will grab it at the 38. Oh, good tackle. From North Hall right there, tackled him at the 35. Number three, Jordan Mack was the man that uh, made the grab, the returner. And then number 11, that was Charlie Wright, or Charlie Dyer, excuse me, for the Trojans came up and made the tackle. 11.43, but excellent field position for the Tigers on the well, North Hall side of the field. Field position doesn't seem to mean much to these guys. Yeah, well, after that 99-and-a-half yard run by Scott, it really probably doesn't have to mean anything, to be honest with you. You've got Scott back there. Tompkins, the quarterback, three wide outs on the near side. Ball on the far hash mark. Tompkins takes it, looks over here, got a man. Oh, in and out of Johnson's hand. Connick's hand, excuse me, Connick's. He threw it right there, and he had to reach down below to catch it. Went right through his hands. Yeah, through his, ar- <laughs> through his arms, actually. Yeah. <laughs> his hands out in front of it went right through his arms. He throws a pretty good spiral, it looks like, from way up here, but it's uh, – I don't know if the rain's affecting him or what's going on tonight. Again, that left-handed motion. Yep. Everybody's in tight, splitting two guys out on the far side now, standing right on the 35-yard line. Ball's on the 34. Tompkins hands off to Scott. Scott coming around this side, 35. Dodges a guy, 30, 25, brought down from behind. Number eight, and they slide 15, 20 feet after flag. that. Zeke Harris with a tackle, but you got a flag on the field. See, be able to tackle. see what they've got. The flag's down at the 14-yard line. Uh, side judge, the back judge tells the umpire, the referee, what they've got and tells the umpire. Then they're going to discuss where they got to mark it from. And then the uh, referee, the white hat, will give us the sign. Dead ball, personal foul against Stockbridge. Wow. It'll be, and he says first down. Okay. Then That's he points, their second then, personal foul. Then he points first down. So, um, 
they signal first down afterward, but I don't. I guess they got the first down, so it'll be first down from wherever they've got the ball. From what they're going to do is what it looks like. So they'll have the ball at the 37 yard line. It'll be first down and 10 from there. They get the chain set and everything. 11:30 now. This 30 seconds is taking forever to play here in the second quarter. Tompkins takes the football. Hands off to a new running back. He's going to try to scoot around. That's number 22, it looked like. Mike Sims from Junior. And he went across the 35 down to about the 34-yard line. Be about a 1, 2, 3, that 3, 4-yard carry. Second down, 6 down to the 33 now. Clock running at 11 minutes. Three wide outs. They're going to stack up on top of each other on the far side or stack side by side by side, honestly. Trips, right? Yep. They're going to the far side. Looking. Tompkins steps up in the middle. Now he'll run to the 30, to the 25. He'll step out of bounds, sidesteps into Charlie Dyer right there at the 22, 23-yard line. Looked like um, uh, one of the up men had a block in the back, but the official didn't see it. I know you sounded really clear, and that's because you're right behind me. That's yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are sounding really clear, too. Good, good. But I'm a little drier now. That's good. It is first down at the 22-yard line, 22 and a half maybe. Tompkins, two wideouts, one on either side, ball in their hash mark. Sims beside him. And uh, throws it over the right over the top on this side. Reception is made that time by number 10, Ryan Johnson. Charlie Dyer nailed him immediately, Joe. Dyer's active tonight. That's three yeah, or four for Charlie. That's four or five tackles he's been involved in so far. Give the man, give Johnson nine on the reception. Be second down and one. Get their passing game going. Woo-wee. Two wide outs again. Scott to the right of his quarterback. Tompkins has the football, hands off to Scott. Scott dodges a guy at the 10, runs into the back of a guy, still running to the five, four, three, finally knocked out of bounds at the five. Wow. He just would not go down. Nope. He kept those legs running even when he was kind of coming towards us at the sideline here, Gary. Kept those legs churning, trying to get away from people. They finally knocked him out of bounds around the five. Mason Carrick, Parker Carlton, maybe a couple of more Trojans finally just shoved him out because he – he kept his forward momentum going. He was headed for the end zone. He was sniffing that pretty good. They just could not stop his forward momentum, so they shoved him to the side. North Hall making, I won't say wholesale substitution, but three in and three out substitutions. They had a penalty on the play. Uh-oh. And that's going to bring it back yeah. from where it is. The ball's going to be all the way back out to the 23-yard line. We've got a timeout call by Stockbridge with 10 minutes left. We'll take it with it. We're back in 30 seconds here as you're tuned to North Hall Trojan playoff football on 97.5 Glory FM. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. Somebody and back it. here at Stockbridge, Lou Hill did defeat East for side by a final 26-21. Love it over Madison County, North Oak County. The only team so far in Region 8 quality to win. They defeated Pace Academy. They'll be the only one advancing to the second round next week. 
That's what it looks like right now. 10-01 here in the second quarter. Stockbridge trying to add another touchdown. They're up 13 to nothing here the second quarter. Second down, 11 yards to go after the penalty. They got they're on the near hash mark. They've got two wide outs. They got a guy in a slot and tight end kind of pushes off the line about three or four feet on the far side. Topkins going looking to, no, that's Scott. No, that's, that's Topkins again. Topkins. Oh, and that's going to be interference. That's, interference. that's an obvious one right there because the, the offensive guy got behind had his looking at the play and the defense guy for North Hall just came up and pushed him to keep him from catching it. That the intended receiver was Jaden Howard. Might have been uh, might have been Marsh playing defense. Might have been back there, him yeah, or trying to see when the number turned. We'll might have been Walker we'll Davis too. He's number seventeen. Either way, either way, it's an interception or they penalty they've got. They're going to mark it off now. It was uh, I think it was fourteen, Carrick. But it, either way, it was either have the penalty or give up a touchdown. Or one of the others because he was open. They're going to penalize it down to the eleven. Half the distance, I'm guessing. That's what they're saying. It's 15 so, yard penalty. Yeah, so it'll be, yeah, it'll be down at the uh, almost the 12 yard line. It'll be first and 10 we are, for Stockbridge. We talked about that last night. It's like foul on the guys who goes in for a layup. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you're going to get a foul, but you got to make them earn it. So it's either give up the foul or give up the touchdown. Tompkins with Scott on his hip. Hands off to Scott. Scott dances across through there, has a couple of green jerseys grab him. He's going to get down to about the five. Mm -hmm. And he's brought down by a host of green jerseys. Well, you can certainly understand why NC State wanted to sign him up. Oh, heck, yeah. If he gets some big linemen, if you had some of the NC State guys blocking today, he wouldn't be stopped. Of course, he wasn't stopped on that 99-yard scamper he made a few nope, minutes ago. Either he way. did much of that on his own. But you know what? He's got some people up there blocking for him right now that probably could play for NC State. You're, you're right. A couple of them big boys up there could do it. Second down, about four yards to go. Ball's on the five. Hand off to Scott again, dances through the middle, touchdown goes in, standing up. Boy, I tell you, you know, it looked like he was stopped for just a brief nanosecond there, Joe, then all of a sudden, boom, he was in the end zone. Yep. You didn't hardly see him make that last two or three yards. He was in it so quick. Came in there, kind of planted that left foot and juke to the right, shot right in there, standing up easily. It's a five-yard run to go with the 99 one he already put on the board. 19 to nothing. Stockbridge with 9-10 here in the second quarter. 37, David Castillo in the extra point. Kick is up and it's gonna be, that one's good, 20 to nothing, Stockbridge. We're back in one minute with more Trojan playoff football on 97.5 Glory FM. Here I am on the road again, ready to pick up the kids from school, go by the grocery store, and do all the things a busy mother does. It's because I just left North Hall Tire and Wheel, where they made sure I was ready to go. They put on a fresh set of tires, checked the brakes, and even the battery. I know I can trust Mike and Matt and the guys at North Hall Tire and Wheel. They have everything you need, all the name brand tires at the best prices, and the service you need. They're on Cleveland Highway in Gainesville, so give them a call at 770-297-5308. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're represented to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. Another kickoff for Stockbridge. Back deep 
is per year Ty Kemp. Castillo stands about the 33. Will come up and kick it. Waiting on the whistle. He's got that. And here's the kick. Low line drive this time. Drives per year back. Drops the ball. Picks it up at the 6 to the 10. Guy coming on in a hurry and he's still up. He gets hit again. He's still up. And he's finally going to come down at the 12-yard line. Breaking Kirby blocking really hard in there in front to trying to loosen them up, but you couldn't get anything going per year on the return out to the 12. So about a seven, eight yard return, first and 10 for the Trojans. Talk about scores a minute ago, Michael finally found some. He, like you said, Luella, 26-21. Um, Madison County lost to Lovett, 31-24. North Oconee beat Pace, 52-13. to um, Columbia beat Athens, I guess, well, uh, Academy, or Athens Christian Spartans, 52-26, double them up. Nine minutes, one second, North Hall. Well, whatever deep, happened. Had a, must have had a block in the back. It's down at, in, inside the 10, around the 7. North Hall will have it deep in their own end. Hands off to Ruth, trying to come around the far side on everybody, only not going to get anything. I think he might have lost a yard, Gary. Got back maybe to what the what the original chain was. Let's see where they spot it. They moved, moved it back it. a yard, so he didn't. Yeah. This defense, it took them about uh, one possession to get warmed up, and now they're just lights out, aren't they? They really are. So you got, uh, you got 11 yards to go. Second down, 11, 8.36 in the quarter. North Hall needing a sustained drive this time they're still taking their time they're going to run it down and take the time off the game clock anyway while the play clock runs down per year wide out to this side two running backs going to hand to one of them comes over to this side nothing at all i mean he just he had two or three guys coming there and boom it was over right there looked like one of those guys chase taylor one of the linebackers looks like number five for Stockbridge came in and one of the white jerseys that made the tackle. There's a dog going quick and get through there, yeah. Gary. That's well, a, I was going to say they're so big and so quick and so fast. He he literally ran into a human wall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It might as well have been a brick wall. Well, and, and got nothing. The North Hall offensive line has been decent this year. Just really can't pick anybody up right now. They're so quick. Third down now. Looking to pass far side. He caught it, but it's good. Nope, he dropped it on the far side. It'll bring up fourth down at the well, seven. Yeah, and that's not good. Yep, got to put it from your own end zone again. Got another guy getting up late, but he's walking under his own power. He's up now for Stockbridge. He'll be fine and trots off under his own power. They spotted on the hash on the five, so that's where they'll work from, the Trojans, and they try to punt this ball. Parker Dale right there. You got uh, Jordan Mack back to return the punt, I believe it is. Number three stands at his own 44. Kick comes down. It's going to hit the ground and roll. Mack, oh, Mack lets it go, which is smart. Got by him, and it'll die at the 47-yard line of North Hall with 7.18 remaining here in the first half. Well, with the roll, it's a really good punt, 42 yards. But, again, field position seems to matter very little to Stockbridge, the way they can move the ball through the air and on the ground. 
and uh, Stop Bridge will have it. First and 10 on the North Hall, 47 for their next possession. They lead it 20 to nothing. Said a few minutes ago, I'd like to say hey to all the folks listening back home. I know Steve Armour's listening to us. Jason Edwards, our longtime listener and good pal of ours, is listening to us back home. Sure, the Smiths, Randy and Sally, listening in tonight. Two wideouts, three wideouts for Stockbridge. Tompkins with the football, throws it over the top, complete. Out to the, about the 42, North Hall gets on him in a hurry after about a four or five yard completion on the far side. That was Johnson, I think, or was that Corbin that caught that one? Uh, Johnson caught that one again. On the far side. He just straightened up and threw that ball, yep. Joe. Sit straight up. Hand off to Scott. Scott comes back across the green to 40, 35. Oh, he's tripped up by a nice open field fact, tackle by Charlie Dyer that time, right at the 33, but they get the first down. Dyer over his shins, and Duke had to go airborne that mm -hmm. time. Hit him low, and he's able to go up. 6.36 here in the quarter. And the DB's being Here's tested. Tompkins has it to Scott again. Scott. Look, finding his way to 30 and gets run out of bounds around the 29, maybe. Let's see. And White Hat comes over to follow up the other's partners there just to making sure everybody's all right since we're right on the sidelines and out of bounds. It will be second down and about six. Balls of 29, got to get to the 23. One wide out, a couple of guys stacked on top of each other in slot positions. And the handoff to number three this time, that is Mack. Mack goes the other direction, doesn't get anything. He's tackled for about a two-yard loss back to the 31. How about that? A little misdirection, and I think that was a uh, new, uh, yeah, new well, guy Dalton, in the running back, Mack. Dalton Holsey in on that stop for the Trojans along with Matthew mm -hmm. Arcel. But, yeah, it was the backup running back, Mack. We've seen he's, he's toted at a time or two before. He's listed at 5'7", 170. Tompkins, three wideouts. Tied in, kind of off the line. Running back is Scott. Nope, this is uh, the same guy. Throws it over the top. Got a guy open. He stretched out and caught that one. I think one. he caught that. Yes, yeah, he did. He, he caught out that and ball. He caught that one. Wow. Man, he laid out and caught that ball. I think it's the guy that scored the first touchdown. That was wasn't number it? 10, Ryan number 10. Johnson. Yeah. Yep, same guy. He just got. He just laid out there and caught it right in the middle of the end zone for another touchdown. Wow, what a great, great pitching catch right there by the Tigers. And he came off the field pulling his hat off. Was all excited, pumped up after laying out. Because if you lay out to catch a ball like that for a touchdown, you're going to be excited, aren't you? Boy, yeah. Tompkins laid it out there, and then you saw his receiver Johnson just lay out and go get it. Castillo's point after is good. That'll make it 27 to nothing. 5:36 left till halftime. We've got more for you coming in one minute live at Stockbridge on 97.5 Glory FM. Thank you, North Hall. This is Chris Kinsey with Millie's Drapery and Decorating, and we would like to thank the North Hall community for their continued support. Since 1968, my family has provided the area with beautiful custom drapery, bedding, upholstery, blinds, shades, and more. If you would like some help with your interior design project, give us a call and we'll schedule one of our talented designers to give you an in-home consultation and estimate for your project. Call us at 770-532-3819.
Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Georgia temperatures change like the score in a close game. Let us help you be prepared for any season. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. Well, Stockbridge has proved they can score anywhere. Yeah, they have. They've scored just about everywhere so but, far. That's, that's two touchdowns. <laughs> Tompkins to Johnson, and then the Duke's got the other two. Castillo kickoff. Perrier had to come up to about the 15, and he's going to be corralled by a host of white jerseys around the 17 or 18-yard line. He came up, caught it about the 14, looked like he had a head of steam, and all of a sudden there was four white jerseys right there on top of him. And one of them was the guy that just caught the touchdown pass, wow. Johnson. Amazing. Speed can solve a lot of problems, and that's what Stockbridge has a lot of. First down for the Trojans at the 18. I would say North Hall has to score here, Gary. Um, I agree. <laughs> every time. Well, might, yep, and every time they had well, first at the 18. Might have been 10 it was on the kick coverage. Might have been Terrence Pinnamon. Three wideouts. Marsh goes to the far side. He's got a man chasing him. He's going to have to throw it in a hurry. He does. He throws it over there, and it's going to be intercepted. Yeah, they're saying intercepted is what it looks like. Yeah, it's intercepted by Stockbridge at the 25-yard line. Wow. He was being see pressured. Who got it, but I'm, yeah. I'm not sure. He was being pressured. He's being swamped over here on this side, whoever it may be. Well, maybe if he gets up, we can look at that number in a second. Holy moly. Was that is number one? one? Number one. And Malik Caswell, Malik Caswell is the defensive back on that side. 6'1", 168-pound, another one of those seniors. Wow. Well, that turnover will hurt you in a hurry, and it did right there. Well, that's that, that's an interception caused by the pressure of the quarterback. Exactly. They were pressuring him from this side, pushing him to the far side of the field. He had to throw it across his body. He had a guy, but the defender just stepped in there and took it away. All right, from the 26-27 yard line, Stockbridge has the ball with three wide outs, one split out. Tompkins. Behind, Scott, his running back. He's got the ball being pressured. They're chasing. He's throwing right in the middle. Tried to come back and catch it. It's incomplete. The intended receiver was number two, Jaden Howard, a junior. And threw it kind of behind him. And he tried to slide down and catch it, but it bounced off his shoulder pad and was yeah. incomplete. And when it would bounce off his shoulder pad, it started bouncing off the turf. And by yep. that time, it's too late. So, I'll rewrite and try to do it again. Must have got a little wet down there. I had a couple of guys already slide about four or five yards after they've hit the ground. Well, I, I told you, you know, because the, the rain had let off for an hour or so before the game started. It was in good shape, but now it's been coming down a pretty steady mist ever since the game started. Scott, bad snap. We get back to time. We've got a flag or flag and a whistle. Yeah, he was trying to pick it up as it rolled back to him. Got a Flag on the far side. It's going to be a legal procedure on the offense. It'll back, back up Stockbridge by five yards. <clears throat> and it will be second down 15 from the 31 of North Hall. North Hall finished up fourth in 8-4-A. Stockbridge one in 5-4-A. Stockbridge eight and two and North Hall seven and three overall. 
Yeah, the two losses we said at the top of the show, Stockbridge coming to some of the higher-ranked teams in the state is still undefeated. Everybody in tight. Pitch out from Tompkins to Scott. Scott trying to get around a host of green jerseys. Knocks him down at the 27. Good pursuit coming to this side that time, Gary. And they forced him back inside, and Zeke Harris is a little slow to get up now. Yep, Zeke was Limping in a little bit. Zeke was probably at the bottom of that pile. Helped knock him down. And Zeke you had Walker Davis to look like in there, number 17 in with him. You've got uh, Stockbridge now spending, spending, splitting three guys out to the far side, get tongue-tied. Scott off to the left of his quarterback. That's that trip formation they've used before. It'd be Mac. It is Mac. Back to pass. Going to step up, and now he's going to run. 25, 20, sidesteps a green shirt, slides down at about the 12. And Ball popped gonna, out, but he's down. Yeah, he was already down, and that's what one of the guys' assistants on the side said, pointed to the ground. They said, yeah, ball's down at the 12. He slid down, and the ball popped out after that. North Hall pounced on it, but did not count. I think we're going to have well, a penalty on it. Let's see. It's going to be on North Hall. Late hit, maybe. A personal foul on the Trojans. They hit him after he uh, slid, so it will be a first down and then half the distance afterward, I'm afraid. Well, Joe, when you line up in that trip formation, you automatically your defensive backs are given a cushion because mm -hmm. they're trying to cover all of the receivers out there, whether it's man or zone. And then when your quarterback sees that open, I mean, it was just a huge gap up the middle, and he just ran, took advantage of that. After the penalty, to put it down at the six-yard line, first and goal now for the Tigers. Two wide outs on the near side, looking to pass to this near side. Number two catches it, and he's going to dive into the end zone. Let's see if they score it. Touchdown. For Jaden Howard, a little six-yarder that time. He caught it kind of on the screen, had one guy blocking for him, looked to be Connix. He was able to dive in and get the touchdown. <coughs> 33, trying to make it 34 now for the Tigers. That's Tompkins' third touchdown pass of the night. The extra point attempt will be by David Castillo again. Snap, the hold is good. Castillo's kick is up and he's short, but it's across the crossbars. 34 to nothing. Stockbridge with 347 and a half. And again, we're back at one minute more uh, high school football live from Stockbridge on 97.5 Glory FM. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call, just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. Change can be bad or change can be good. Hello, this is Matt Nix with Duplicating Products, your local Canon, Savin, and HP dealer. In serving Northeast Georgia for more than 48 years, we've learned that while change is inevitable, it also brings opportunity. Just look at the bad changes of the pandemic that helped lead to improved technology and innovation. Let Duplicating Products help you find the opportunity in the changes that may affect your business. Give us a call at 770-532-9932 and see us online at duplicatingproducts.com. Well, the season will come to a close with the Trojans this evening on the road in Stockbridge, and this has been something to remind you of North Oconee. Yeah, they, after that uh, first drive, North Hall tried to put together, had to go – Wind up kicking it. Now the kickoff from Castillo 
Purdy will pick it up at the nine, and he swarmed. He'll be get out to, oh, he got a break, 15-20, and that knocked out of bounds at the 23 or 24-yard line. Yeah, somebody, knocked out hard. Somebody just shoved him out of bounds over there, mm-hmm. trying to get a number and see what it was. Number two right there. Is yeah. that Howard? 20, yeah. 21. Or 12 right here. 21, Caleb Massey. Yep. I think it's Massey that shoved him out over there. Yeah, caught him against sidelines, just gave him a two-handed push out there. Boom. 337 here until halftime. 34 to nothing. Stockbridge. First down for the Trojans at their own 25 and a quarter yard line. Four wide outs. Ruth next to his quarterback. Marsh has it, rolls to this side, looking, looking, got to throw it in a hurry. Got a man open down here. Riles Perrier comes back and blocked by the screen. Did he catch it? I think he I think did. He caught it, yeah. He caught yeah, it. he caught it sliding right there at the 49. A big play and a first down for the Trojans. And uh, Tanner threw it, and Riles had to slow down a step, Gary, to catch it, and he caught it sliding right there at the 49-yard line. So yeah. it'll be a big first down for the Trojans with 329 in the quarter. 24 yards on the completion. They're almost at midfield. They haven't been on the Stockbridge side of the 50 in a long time. They um, at this big tent uh, right here in front of us. Yeah. Blocks right there between the 45 and, well, 46 and 46. It's hard to see for the first, you know, five or six feet out there onto the field. Northall taking their time in the huddle, as we said earlier. One, two, three, four down linemen with three linebackers and a guy cheating up. Go to the other side, Marsh, or hands off to Kirby. It looked like this time, I believe. I think Marsh kept it. Mar- yeah, Marsh yeah. did keep it. I thought it was Kirby's that came up. It was Marsh, and he's going to give him about two to cross the 50 to the 49. First time they've been in Stockbridge territory since, what, the second drive, first drive of the game? They've been pinned back deep mm-hmm. in their own territory for a while. Second down and eight. Balls on the 49 of Stockbridge, 237 in the quarter. Snap back to Marsh. Marsh in a hurry. Throws to this side. Perrier catches it at the 44 and wrestles him down. Dead Stockbridge. Looks like number 15 right there on the Tra- tackle. Travion Davis, mm-hmm. number 15. He's been mentioned a time or two already tonight. So, yeah, but they're, they lined up that time, Joe, in a four-man defensive front. They dropped some of the linebackers back in coverage. Second down. Travion third down was able three. to get the tackle. Third down and three now for the Trojans. Marsh went over, got the play, comes back out with Ty Kemp. Kemp will go out along with Corbin Sosby on the far side. You got Kirby splitting out wide along with Perrier on the near side. Ball's on the near hash mark. Snap, going to fake. Oh, and they're on him in that less than 2.5 second and sack. Tanner Marsh back at the 48-yard line. I saw him bring the linebackers up, and then you saw the corner coming, that's for sure. Might have been. I think that's a number 11, but I don't have a number 11 on my roster. Do you? Mike, that was uh, – uh, nope, nothing on number 11. Mike, that was quicker than 2.5 seconds. That was like 1.5 yes. seconds right there. That was extremely quick. They were on him. Those guys can go. Cheetah got up there. Give him a, a running start from the backer position. If he doesn't get blocked, it's going to happen in a hurry. Fourth down, Parker Dale back to punt again. Stands at his own 37. Probably won't have much pressure. They haven't had tonight. Now they'll do a, they have a timeout or delay a game. It'll be a timeout by North Hall with 112 remaining. We'll take, we'll take another 30-second timeout. One more high school football live in Stockbridge on 97.5 Glory FM. 
It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Right here, guys, North Hall's got to stop Stockbridge from scoring one more time here in the first half. They've scored three touchdowns so far this quarter. Yeah, they need to uh, stop them with 112 remaining. You know, they might try, got to try to go for the for the knockout punch and be up 40 at the half. Well, yeah, they do that. Mm-hmm. Kyle Green, by the way, is number 11, Joe, if you want to make a note. Kyle Green. Thank you, sir. I'll write him down here in a second. Waiting on the snap now. Parker Dale catches it. Good snap back. Got plenty of time to kick it. Rugby style kicks almost a pop-up. It's going to come down around the 20 and takes a terrible North Hall bounce back up to the 31. That's going to be about a 17-yard punt right there, guys. You hit around the 21 and roll back to the 31 of Stockbridge right there. So number 11 is Kevin Green. Kyle. Kyle Green. And in one minute exactly left here until halftime. Well, we've seen him score in a matter of seconds. Yep. However long it took him to run, 99 yards and 28 inches. All right, Stockbridge will have it on their own 31-yard line. Tompkins, three wide outs, kind of stocked on top of each other here at the 30. And a handoff to Scott. Scott dances around to 30. One guy misses him. Going to get out to about the 35, and the clock will run at 50 seconds. Scott got some moves on him and then showed some speed on that long, long 99-plus yard run for the touchdown. But that move that he made down there for that other touchdown, Gary, was something to say, too, because he just put his foot in the ground and came back and went back to his right and well, that's, went that's untouched. Model of a great running back, the ability to make decisions and make cuts, see take the advantage, field. see the field, take advantage of your blocking the holes. Three wide outs, hand off to Scott again. Looks like it's going to be, oh, and he gets open, 40, 50. Don't let he gets him get around behind the guy, you. 45, 40, 35, 30. North Hall, two guys trying to tackle. They finally do down to the 15 as the clock runs under 13 seconds. Wow. He had two guys missing around the 50, and then the two guys finally got a hold of him, corralled him, but he toted one of them on down to the 13, 14, 14-yard 14 lines where it'll be. That's a special running back right there, buddy. Yes, sir. First and ten at the fourteen. They're going to call. They're going to call timeout. They want to run a clock in the second half. Stockbridge is going to call timeout, and I tend to agree with what Gary just said. They score another one here. They're up forty, and they'll have the running clock the whole second half. That's a thirteen. A thirteen and a half. They got a half second back on. Thirteen and a half seconds down until halftime. That half second can make a difference. Yes, it can. <laughs> hey, you get you get the playoff. Exactly. Right? It exactly. doesn't matter. That's right. Yeah, see what that's is that their first time out of this half? Ah, uh, yes. yes, it is. And so they got two more. Yeah, you know, so you conceivably, you know, you throw it in the end zone, and that's one play. You got time, maybe, maybe, maybe for three plays yep. with two timeouts. I'm, I'm gonna switch sports minute because it's something that happened to me when I was refereeing years and years ago, fellas. Before you had the 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 half seconds on the clock, and you didn't have 13 and a half or 13 point, you didn't have the point one through nine. You just had the seconds, one through ten, right? right? right so right. I was refereeing. Well, the, you, you had a clock hit triple zero, but the horn had not gone off. 
we had to put the ball in play because you had something on there, and it yeah. might have been point three point, but you don't know back then. And uh, sure enough, they threw it in, and the horn went off. So then, the, then the game was over. But I remember doing that years ago. So I'm glad the the partial seconds are up there now. Tenths are up there now. Two wideouts. Let's see what they do with 13.5. Tompkins looking to throw. Got a man. Lobs it over the top. In and out of his hands. Enter, uh, the intended receiver was Jaden Howard again. That was six if he goes on. Threw a floater over the top there. If he can hang on to it, he's right back in the back corner of the end zone. Charlie uh, Wright was shattering him pretty good there. That might have bothered him just a little bit. Ran about uh, six seconds off, about five and a half. Be 7.8 on the clock right now. Well, you're going to throw it in the end zone again. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. We've got second down. We've got two more ties to do it. North call, can you cover them? We'll fall back and prevent defense, if you will. Topkins looking, looking. Now he's going to try and run, and he's going to trot into the end zone untouched for the touchdown. They were so concerned with covering the receivers, yep. they left the, the middle wide left open. Left it wide and open. They, and he's burned them on that before, and he yep. just burned them for six points there. He did. The, 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 open, the middle open, and he was like, well, you just parted the sea. I'm going in, and he did. Absolutely. 14 yards and six points. 40 to nothing. Trying for 41, and we will have a running clock, I believe that's correct, Michael, in the second half. If we have a running clock, I was concerned about Scott maybe getting a touchdown there on the ground yep. instead of him. Timeout, North Hall. Okay. Yep, it's going to be a timeout. North Hall calls it. Yeah, with no time showing on the clock and a 40 nothing lead. Yeah, you wonder why, don't you? Uh, yeah, I kind of do, but then maybe this is a. You can't, can't. I don't know that it'd be an inspirational talk at this point. Is that to go back and see? I guess. Let's see, that's his, uh, he's got, what, three touchdowns passing and one running now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yep, he's Kobe a, Tompkins and Duke Scott, they have been the keys to this game tonight. Tompkins is a senior. Scott is a senior. Tompkins has got, uh, well, before coming in, coming into tonight, he had uh, over 1,700 yards by himself. He had nearly, he had uh 1,257 passing yards, 452 running yards, uh, and 20 total touchdowns coming into tonight. Scott was averaging, as we said, uh, almost 150 yards a game, and he had 29 touchdowns coming in, and he's got a couple more tonight. So it's an all-around good team this Stockbridge Tigers team is. Castillo will tee it up. The kick is up, and it is good, 41 to nothing. And we are at the half. And so it's been a brutal first half with the Trojans. We'll bring you our United Community Bank halftime report coming up here in just two-minute timeout as we're live from Stockbridge. As you're tuned to Trojan Playoff Football on 97.5 Glory FM. It's time for our halftime report. Brought to you by United Community Bank on 97.5 Glory FM. Our United Community Bank customers have spoken, and we like what we hear. We're beyond grateful that United gave us the opportunity to build our new home. They're more than a bank. They're a trusted partner. United clearly listens and understands my goals. Doing the little things. That's how we've built award-winning customer service and trust, one customer at a time. United Community Bank, where the little things make a big difference. Visit UCBI.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, number 421841. Hey, it's Coach Mark Richt here. Everyone knows defense wins championships. 
And if you're not using EMC security to defend your home and family, you need to step up your game. They're who I use for home security and cameras, and you should too. I've scouted them all, and there's no better choice. With EMC Security's no contract and local service, they are a clear number one. So give them a call or visit them online at emcsecurity.com. That's emcsecurity.com. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. We're so proud to announce that Autry's Ace Hardware now carries a full line of Ego battery-powered equipment. And what a full line it is. Trimmers, blowers, chainsaws, and a universal battery that powers every piece of Ego equipment for our convenience and savings. These tools definitely have impressive power, which is surely why Ego is the number one rated brand in cordless power. Yep, and Autry's Ace is also a certified Ego service center. Come check out the Ego outdoor power equipment at Autry's Ace Hardware, Thompson Bridge Road in Gainesville. Seven, seven, and we're back here on the United Community Bank Halftime Report. 41 nothing in favor of Stockbridge here at halftime. Joe Gailey, Mike Warford, Gary Glenn with you here at halftime. Nathan Laddie back in her studios in Gainesville. And you look at what you got to do now just to be respectable you know, in the second half. And what do you do? You start playing younger guys, Joe? Do you play your seniors here one more time? Well, yeah, you got 16 seniors um, on North Hall squad, and they all play. They all play play a lot and so you wonder uh how long you're going to go with them are you going to give some of the younger guys a chance in in friday night lights if you will mm-hmm. and let them play some against a, a really talented stockbridge team uh you would think that coach gross is probably probably going to pull the pull the hands back in now and let some of his younger guys play and uh in the second half they've done what they need to do they're up 40 to 41 excuse me hiccup in there 41 nothing and um the clock's going to run uh, continuously now, so you'd think they'd put some subs in. Yeah, I was going to mention it's Coach Clark, who is in his first Coach, season here. Coach Clark, okay, at, my bad. At, at Coach Gross was last, last night, my yes, bad. Yes. <laughs> my bad, my yes. bad. Yes, yeah. and, and what he came into his first year here, Joe. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if you look at their team, they're, they're, they've got uh, a bunch of bunch of players. They've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. They've got well over 20 seniors on their team, so they're senior-laden, and, and the majority of them are all athletes. These kids can play. Oh, yeah. And athleticism will do it in a hurry, that's for sure. Uh, our buddy Jody sent us the first-half stats, if we can go over those real quick. Sure. Uh, first downs for North Hall was four. Stockbridge was 12. Uh, rushing yards, North Hall, 15 rushes, minus four yards. 18 rushes, 247 yards for Stockbridge. Uh, North Hall, Tanner Marsh, three of seven for 41. Um, the I went brain dead right there. Uh, Tompkins is nine of 15, 137. Uh, North Hall's five punts for 35-yard average. And three penalties on North Hall, six on Stockbridge. One punt for 34 yards for Stockbridge. For North Hall, uh-oh, come back up there. Uh, Tanner Marsh, um, five rushes, minus 17. Tate Ruth, 
four for 14 yards. Parker Carlton, three for two. Riles Perrier, two for one. Kemp, one for negative yards. Um, receiving per year, 341. His longest was 24, and that is it. Only three passes. Uh, those three passes all completed a per year rushing for Stockbridge. All right. Um, Mike Sims, one carry for four yards. Jordan Mack, four carries, 10 yards. Kobe Hopkins, the um, Topkins, the quarterback, three carries, 41 yards. 16 was his longest on that touchdown run. And then Jaden Scott, averaging 150, has 10 totes for 192 yards, but he did have that long 99-yarder, and he's got two touchdowns. Um, Hopkins has thrown for 137 yards, and Ryan Scott has caught five passes, including that long 61-yard touchdown. Five Caught five for 115 yards for Stockbridge. We look at North Hills, we got 37 total yards in the first half. 37 total yards in the first half. And, and, you know, they drove the ball pretty good that first set it down, the first time they had the ball. And since then, seems like other than that one good pass play right there a few minutes ago to Riles, that it, they've been in the backfield the rest of the night for sure. Joe, listen to our PA dance. They are honoring all veterans here good. in the ball game tonight. And this is Veterans Day. We salute all veterans who have served in all the different branches of service. They're honoring each branch here, which I really like. They're, they're having the folks that served and he's having them stand up. And uh, that's really cool. Good for them. And and congratulations. Yes, sir. Because they're heroes if they just serve. If they serve, save, taking care of us, folks. And that's, that's the way the veterans are. Doesn't matter. I'll tell you what, graduating from the Military College of Georgia mm-hmm. in North Georgia and Dahlonega. Yep. And we were back during the – uh, back in the day when we had the hostages being taken uh, during Jimmy Carter's uh, era there as president. And I remember how it was back in the day then in North Georgia. And, and that was, of course, Army. But yep. You have all different branches. My father-in-law served in the Navy. My dad went to North Georgia for a short time in the, in the Army. And then you had the Marines, as you and Gary mentioned about earlier with the Air Force. And now, you know, we even have a friend who's in the Space Corps. Now, that's Andrew Smith. You know, he's part of that, that new branch of the, the service. They have five branches now. Hey. About six will count the Coast Guard. Yep, count the Coast Guard. Exactly right. You'd have six, and it's uh, they do a tremendous job for us and all the, the different things, whether they're on uh, um, special duty uh, in wartime or just uh, keeping the peace, if you will, around the world for us and keeping us safe to where you and I and Gary can do what we enjoy doing. And a for big sure. salute to all of you from uh, over there at 97.5 Glory FM. We're going to take another time out, but back with more Life and Star Bridge on the United Community Bank Halftime Report on 97.5 Glory FM. Our United Community Bank customers have spoken, and we like what we hear. We're beyond grateful that United gave us the opportunity to build our new home. They're more than a bank. They're a trusted partner. United clearly listens and understands my goals. Doing the little things. That's how we've built award-winning customer service and trust, one customer at a time. United Community Bank, where the little things make a big difference. Visit UCBI.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, number 421841. 
Here I am on the road again, ready to pick up the kids from school, go by the grocery store, and do all the things a busy mother does. It's because I just left North Hall Tire and Wheel, where they made sure I was ready to go. They put on a fresh set of tires, checked the brakes, and even the battery. I know I can trust Mike and Matt and the guys at North Hall Tire and Wheel. They have everything you need, all the name brand tires at the best prices, and the service you need. They're on Cleveland Highway in Gainesville, so give them a call at 770-297-5308. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're represented to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. Thank you, North Hall. This is Chris Kinsey with Millie's Drapery and Decorating, and we would like to thank the North Hall community for their continued support. Since 1968, my family has provided the area with beautiful custom drapery, bedding, upholstery, blinds, shades, and more. If you would like some help with your interior design project, give us a call and we'll schedule one of our talented designers to give you an in-home consultation and estimate for your project. Call us at 770-532-3819. Now, more of the United Community Bank Halftime Report on 97.5 Glory FM. Everybody on their feet now saying thank you to all the veterans here at the ball game this evening in Stockbridge as the Stockbridge Tigers, the Region 5 Quad A champions, lead the North Hall Trojans, the number four team out of Region 8 Quad A. 41 nothing here at halftime. There'll be a running clock the entire second half. So we're going to talk about North Hall's seniors. Also, I want to say a big thank you to all the North Hall sponsors making our broadcast possible all season long tonight's game. A special edition of High School Football 97.5 Glory FM being brought to you by Conditioned Air Systems, by NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine, by Riverside Pharmacy, by EMC Security, by Duplicating Products, by Autry's Ace Hardware, by Siphon Logistics being brought to you tonight by Representative Lee Hawkins, Millie's Drapery and Decorating, and North Hall Tire and Wheel. And thanks to all of you making our broadcast possible this evening. The only place to hear the action is right here on 97.5 Glory FM, your radio station for North Georgia sports. And, Joe, you know, you think about it, you see these seniors grow up in North Hall. It's like, well, okay, it's been just like a blink. Here they are already graduating. Well, and, and, and of course, we've uh, uh, Brecken Kirby's dad, Mr. Kirby, helps with the stat crew and all that stuff. And I talked to him throughout the year. And, and uh, we were talking last week at the uh, last home game. And he said, man, you know, and even the parents, you know, it's, it's tough to see it come to an end for sure. them. You know, I reckon, yeah, he's going to go and play some college ball somewhere. But you see, to see the high school career come over, uh, get over for some of these guys, you're kind of like, hmm. I, I remember, you know, I was involved in basketball, obviously. Well, our senior night in basketball, mm-hmm. it was it was a tough night even for me as a, as a trainer on the team, you know, because well, part of I'll get a chance to see some of these players in other <laughs> sports here at North Hall. Sure. Uh, we'll see Corbin Sobey in basketball and baseball. You know, we'll see, uh, you know, a couple of other guys play Riles per year. I'm sure will play. Tanner Marsh might be playing this year. Not sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlie Ryder, Charlie Dyer, Charlie Ryder, I think, plays bas- uh, bat- foot baseball. Um, Sosby, of course, Parker Dale and Patterson. Uh, I'm going to go to the top. Trials per year. He's a senior this year. Had a really good career for the Trojans. Wrecking Kirby, uh, tight end senior. Uh, Tate Ruth, 
had a really good career for the Trojans. Tanner Marsh, only his second year at the Trojans, but he set all kinds of record in those two years. Yeah. Zeke Harris is a linebacker. Zeke Ortiz, a senior defensive end. Charlie Wright, Mason Carrick, a defensive back with a couple of interceptions this year. Akeem Reyes, uh, at, uh, coming into tonight, he was 40 of 42 on extra points and um, had hit several PATs, let's see, three for three on field goals this year. So he had scored 46 points so far on the season for Akeem. Uh, Connor Free, a senior defensive back. Corbin Sosby, a senior wide receiver. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, this is Corbin's first year uh, playing football, kind of like uh, uh, Gailey's was last year playing uh, his first year. Um, Trey Patterson, a senior linebacker for the Trojan, leading tackler coming in, was injured last week, unable to play tonight. Landon Potter, number 55, an interior lineman, senior. K.J. Merritt, been a lineman for the senior lineman for the Trojans this year. And finally, last but not least, is Luke Tyner. Uh, Luke Tyner, a senior defensive tackle. 16 total seniors on this Trojan roster this year. And you've got, uh, uh, looking over the, the rest of them, you've got a, a bunch of sophomores, um, fair amount of juniors, and a bunch of freshmen. So the the the, the future looks good with these young guys if they can grasp what coach pender has done in the two years and get the offense running and get it going like it should for the trojans you know tanner marsh has been the quarterback we have seen alex sleeman in the game summit quarterback this year so alex is just a freshman so just a freshman guy coming in you would think, well, that's pretty good. You've got Alex Horn, who's a sophomore kicker this year. Blake Carmona, who's a junior kicker. And Carmona's been doing kickoffs. He's only had to do it once tonight. Um, so he, I think the future still looks good for the Trojans regardless. And they're moving down to AAA next year, which I think is a benefit for them. Um, and I say it's a benefit. I think AAA is obviously different. Um, but it's still going to be a tough region with folks in there, that's for sure. No doubt about that. And, of course, these guys – in four years, two different coaches with David Bishop and then now with Sean Pinter. They've been to the state playoffs, and mm -hmm. you know that your last game is going to be the state playoffs is special. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, last year was one of those years, of just new coach, new new uh, philosophy, new way of doing things. And so, yeah, it was a tough year, three and seven. I learned a lot, came around, turned, have turned it around this year, seven and three, made the first round and just, just missed by, what, four points, being the number two or three seed yep, out three. of the region. Yep. So they – they would, uh, you know, I know they'd like to have a couple of plays back against East Forsyth last week where they might have played Luella today, but uh, it is what it is. got to play the game. Uh, I, I keep hearing the last night the, the big quote is, you got to play the game, or that's why you play sure. the game, and that's exactly why you play the game. And, uh, you know, North Hall is, is gonna, still going to put it out there for the next 24 minutes. Absolutely. Coming up next, we'll look at the scoreboard from all the games being played today in class quality and also in double-A. We'll tell you about what's going on here on 97.5 Glory FM coming up next. we got much more to talk about here on the United Community Bank Halftime Report on 97.5 Glory FM. Our United Community Bank customers have spoken, and we like what we hear. We're beyond grateful that United gave us the opportunity to build our new home. They're more than a bank. They're a trusted partner. United clearly listens and understands my goals. Doing the little things. That's how we've built award-winning customer service and trust, one customer at a time. United Community Bank, where the little things make a big difference. Visit UCBI.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, number 421841. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Family owned and operated for over 35 years, we offer the best service in North Georgia for heating, air, and plumbing. 
This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedearsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. Opportunities are often found in the most unexpected places. Hello, this is Matt Nix with Duplicating Products, your local Canon, Savin, and HP dealer. After 48 years in business, we've seen a lot of opportunities along with some pretty big challenges. Sometimes they're one and the same. If you have an opportunity for a new business partner or a current challenge in your office, turn to us at Duplicating Products. We'll do everything possible to deliver the best solution and an honest partnership. Call us at 770-532-9932 and see us online at duplicatingproducts.com. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. Back here at Stop Ridge, your halftime report brought to you by United Community Bank. Joe Gailey, Gary Glenn, Mike Warfitt with you. Say hello to our partner Ron Poole listening to us this evening and also we want to thank uh, the newest member of our broadcast team here at Team Glory Sports, Daniel Sides. You can get a chance to go to our website, WGTJRadio.com, and see some of the great video work that Daniel has provided to us. We'll have more of that in the future. Next week here on 97.5 Glory FM, we've got another busy week for you. On Tuesday, Joe and I will tip off high school basketball for the 2023-2024 school year. We'll be at Fly Branch as Dawson County takes on Fly Branch starting at 545. The pregame show tip off at 6 about the girls and the boys games. Then on Friday, we'll bring you Class AAA State football playoff action from Dahlonega as it will be Lumpkin County taking on Oconee County in the Sweet 16 round of the AAA State Tournament. Our broadcast will begin with the Long Street Cafe pregame show at 7.05 from Cottrell Field at the Burial Grounds in Dahlonega. Kickoff at 7.30. Then on Saturday night, we'll bring you late-night coverage of college football as Georgia State goes to Baton Rouge to take on LSU. And then next Sunday afternoon, we'll bring you college basketball with North, or the Georgia State basketball team. They'll be in action at 2 p.m. after all of our church services as they'll be involved in a little preseason tournament over at the U, GSU Convocation Center. They'll take on the Trojans of the University of Little Rock. All that for you next week right here on 97.5 Glory FM. You know about us having a busy week. You got the busy week, my friend, because you got like triple duty on all that other stuff. You know, I'll be with you Tuesday and Friday. Gary will be with us Friday. And uh, you got to cover all the rest of it. So uh, you're going to be a busy man. Uh, scores for, from today. Uh, North Oconee beat Pace Academy 52 to 13. That's the final. Love it beat Madison County at Madison County 31 to 24. Columbia beat Athens Spartans. I guess it's Athens Christians. Athens Academy. Athens Academy 52 26. Double them up. That's double A by the way. Uh, Union County has pulled off and won in a playoff game 24 17 over Ingalls Landing Christian today at one o'clock. I think was the kickoff on that one it up was. in up in Blairsville. So Union County 24 17. Callaway beat Providence Christian 49-7. Uh, Luella um, 
won 26-21 over East Forsyth. Tough loss for Brian Allison's team, but what a great year for him in their third season over at East Forsyth. And North Cobb Christian leads Fannin County 20-7. Those are all games from today. Uh, I think everybody knows the scores from last night. I can update them if you'd like. Uh, Oconee County beat Douglas 28-14. Stevens County beat Carver 31-13. Uh, Norcross beat Denmark 34-10. Um, mm, like, I take the winners. Peachtree Ridge beat Lambert. Also, it was Norcodent over West Forsyth. Hughes was a winner over North Forsyth. We had weekend for the Forsyth County schools. All of them lost their first-round games. In Gainesville, they had a big second half as they defeat, uh, I think, a very good South Paulding team, which surprised a lot of people winning, what, 46-27, or the Red Elephants winning that ball game. they got a big one next Friday night at City Park because they'll take on Blessed Trinity next Friday night, Joe. A lot of tradition in that Blessed Trinity program, and see how they do against them next week. They, uh, I think you said that uh, Coach uh, was uh, not, not really that enthused, Coach Nibbled, about uh, some of the plays last night that they gave up on defense. Well, they got so a lot to improve on to get yeah. ready for a state championship. You gotta get ready. Exactly right. The I you know, I know it's different classifications, but I'd like to see this Stockbridge team play the Mays team. Mays put up sixty five on Loganville yes. last night, which was I was like, Whoa, they did what? Um, well, Creek's out on top of Fly Branch. Mm-hmm. They Creek's, put sixty three up on the board against the Falcons. Creek's guys scored a bunch. Jefferson scored forty eight on Maynard Jackson last night. Commerce scored fifty eight. And, uh, to Jasper County's 19. Buford uh, shut out. We were 50 to nothing. They have not allowed a point since October 13th in that game against Mill Creek. Mm-hmm. Next week they go to Norcross. That'll be a, a fun one to see right there. Yes, sir. I believe you're right. Uh, Elbert County held on and beat Oglethorpe County 34-27. Looks like the youth program is benefiting Oglethorpe County on the high school level now. As they all that was made a surprise it that close to the ball yep, game. I, w- I was too, especially being at Elbert County. Yes. Bremen beat White County 40-17. to Milton beat Duluth. Uh, Sequoia beat Alpharetta. Langston Hughes beat North Forsyth 41-7. to uh, North Gwinnett beat West Forsyth. And, Douglas uh, County beat Habersham Central. Yep. Yeah, they put scored 63 on Hab Central last night. Big big win for them. Um, Cedar Grove won 30-27, so a really close game with them and Hebron Christian. You'd be curious to see the, the bracket with Stockbridge. We'll try to get that also to see who they're going to play next Friday night in the second round of uh, the class of state football players. We've got much more. Here at halftime, it's Stockbridge 41, North Hall nothing. Back with the second half here on 97.5 Glory FM. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Hey, it's Coach Mark Richt here. Everyone knows defense wins championships. And if you're not using EMC security to defend your home and family, you need to step up your game. They're who I use for home security and cameras, and you should too. I've scouted them all, and there's no better choice. With EMC Security's no contract and local service, they are a clear number one. So give them a call or visit them online at emcsecurity.com. That's emcsecurity.com.
We hear all the time when people come in to Autry's Ace for their regular hardware products, how surprised they are when they discover our amazing gift section. It's more like an official Christmas wonderland right now. Autry's gift section is overloaded with holiday decor, beautiful ornaments, Santas, reindeer, plus plenty of extra special gifts for all ages. Skip the lines and see our amazing Christmas section at Autry's Ace Hardware, Thompson Bridge Road in Gainesville. Ho, ho, ho! ho. Here I am on the road again, ready to pick up the kids from school, go by the grocery store, and do all the things a busy mother does. It's because I just left North Hall Tire and Wheel, where they made sure I was ready to go. They put on a fresh set of tires, checked the brakes, and even the battery. I know I can trust Mike and Matt and the guys at North Hall Tire and Wheel. They have everything you need, all the name brand tires at the best prices, and the service you need. They're on Cleveland Highway in Gainesville, so give them a call at 770-297-5308. Hey, we're back here getting ready for the second half of action here as North Hall takes on Stockbridge. And now you're just playing out the season here. It'll be a running clock, we think, with a 40-point lead here at halftime. So it'll be a very quick second half. Then the season is over. But mm-hmm. uh, we've got much more. We'll have basketball in North Hall. Our first broadcast will be on Tuesday the 28th as Joe and I will bring you Jefferson and North Hall, that should be a fun one to start things off for us with North Hall. Yep, it should be a good one. It'll be, it'll be uh, first year Coach Jarvis Davenport, or first year at North Hall, yep. boys coach. And uh, Eric Eric's second year with the Lady Trojans. Let's see how they go. And I, I talked with uh, Kevin Morris, a longtime friend, who's the head coach at Jefferson. He's rebuilding his group. He said last year was a tough one, but he's looking forward to this year. And, of course, Jefferson and girls have gotten better over the last few years, so they look to be – pretty good this year so that might be two two uh, two good matchups for the trojans that night yeah looking for our friend jason edwards he's related to the coach there at jefferson the that's right didn't we yes. didn't we uh, he told you about that yes. at uh chester t a couple yeah. years ago uh-huh. yeah that's right sure i remember did. that now yep. yeah, my, sure did. my south hall wrestlers will have their home opener on tuesday night against chester t no against chester t now this is the middle, middle school, school team yeah i'm good one deal. of the assistant coaches again they taught me out of retirement they uh, you got again. all weight classes from little bitty to real big we don't have them all filled, but, yes, we have, <laughs> little bitty, we have little bitty to real big, I'll tell you that. But you're a lay coach, right? Is what uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I'm over there. They asked me to help coach last year. Then they asked me to help coach again this year. But this time I'm coaching one of the children of the guy who is the head coach at Johnson, who, you who coached. I coached, <laughs> and, and it's his daughter. That's great. And he looked at me the next day after we all found that out, and he said, how weird was that? Exactly. And I said it was pretty weird. Yeah, yeah I think you told us the story. You just walked to me and said, how weird was that? Didn't yeah. say hello didn't or nothing. Didn't say hello or nothing. How weird was that? <laughs> That's pretty cool. She's, That's, a, she's a good little wrestler. Too. That's neat. Well, Gary, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and toot your horn for you right here. Any team will be blessed to have you with your wealth of experience in the field of wrestling. Uh, Especially for a girl. Yeah, well, protecting yourself. Yeah, you know, exactly. You have a good takedown if you get you know any trouble at all. You know. I think oh, you yeah. were showing me some bruises after the first week of practice that oh, you I had garnered. Got, you ought to see one on my arm right now. <laughs> well, there's certain things you just can't tell. You can't tell them. You, you have to show, to show them. them. Yep, exactly right. Exactly. But anyway, so that that's what we'll be going. But this back to this game here. You know, it, you're right, Joe. It was a slow start. Mm-hmm for the Tigers, and then all of a sudden they exploded for 28 points in the yep, second quarter. they did. The second quarter was pretty much the blow here that turned this game around. Yeah, they, uh, you know, what was in the, on the first drive, not much of anything. Uh, they, I think they scored and missed the extra point, made it six to nothing. North Hall had a good drive going, stalled out on them, uh, yeah. pinned them, you know, pinned them deep, and then Scott got loose for the 99 and 28 inches uh, long run. 
and 99 and a half yards, and, and he's got over he's got 192 yards. I don't know if you heard me say that at halftime. And that broke North Hall's back. Yeah, that, that that long run right there just was like boom, and you know you're down. Yeah, the air went out of the balloon real fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Castillo will be kicking off for Stockbridge to start the second half. So North Hall get the football to start the second half after Stockbridge was able to get the ball to start things off tonight. North Hall will be going left to right as you look at your radio dial. It'll come down, and they'll let it roll into the end zone. Good, it hit about the five and bounced on through the end zone. There'll be a touchback. North Hall will have it at the 20, which is better than it was the last couple of times when they had it down inside the 10. Well, you know, I, while we were doing, you guys were talking, I was looking at some of the rosters here, and I think I counted up the fact that Stockbridge has 16 people, 200 pounds or better, on their roster. I think North Hall has six. Good night. You, know, you don't hear the term outmanned very often these mm-hmm. days, but this is the case of that tonight. Well, when you're, when you're that big and, that and you're big that quick. And that fast. Yeah, and strong, you're that quick too, yeah. Tough. I'm sure you got some new bodies out there. looks like you do. They're going to be on the near hash mark. You got Jaden Glover, Lopez Manuel still out there. They kind of look like the starting defense for Stockbridge, North Hall, Tanner Marsh going to the far side. He's running by trying to get behind some folks. He'll get around the corner, but no, no he won't get around the corner. He's drug out of bounds at the 15-yard line. Wow. Yeah, the they, they're letting him play. You know, that, that could have been a late hit there. But. Yeah. There's the first question. Is the clock still running? Oh, yeah, it's still running. It's still running. So we've got yeah. definitely a, a running clock here in the second half. Well, I was going to joke earlier that uh, we talked about the running clock. Uh, we, we had a – a game a couple of weeks ago we had running clock, and that 12 minutes got over in about nine and a half, so you never can tell what might happen. I mean, uh, if you had the old I, toggle I, switch, well, you know you'd on, It, it kind of <laughs> depends on the way they approach it. You know, we, I've been to middle school games where they just let it go. Yeah, Corbin Sosby lined up. It didn't matter. Out of bounds, touchdowns, whatever, they just ran. Per year, Kemp lined up on this side, looking to pass again. Marsh got a little bit of a block, throws it complete. Is he hang on? No, I believe he dropped it. Yes, he did. It would have been complete at the 27. Riles Perrier caught it on his fingertips and got hit from behind and fell out of bounds. Perrier looks like slow to get up. Uh-oh, that's not good. They're calling for the trainers from this side. So Riles is down. As he was hauling it in, he got, I think, Malik Caswell, his opposite number. Riles wears number one, and so does Caswell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're calling, calling for the trainers over immediately. To see what's going on down here is he came down and he was he was kind of stretched out. Hopefully, it's just breath knocked out of him. But his players are kind of huddled around him, so we can't see. So we'll see what's going on. Hopefully that's the one thing you do not want to see. Well, you don't want to see no, it on especially any player. in the game that's just done. It's over. I mean, I mean, we can sit here and pretend that you're going to score 41 on us, right. but the likelihood it is of that his is last game. Riles, we'll see stiff. during baseball season. Well, we did last year. I assume we'll see him again this year. Hopefully this this is not a anything that would cause that to be impacted. They're now talking to him. Looks like he's there's a hush here at Starbridge. Mm-hmm. They getting him up. They got him up. Oh, that's a good sign right there. Got his helmet off, but he's walking gingerly now. He's I walking. think he got his bell wrong. Yeah, looks like that's what happened, Gary. He's got his hands helmets off, but his hands are around the trainers, walking. Uh, luckily, so the lower extremities are okay, it if, looks like. that's the case, you may not see him again tonight. Mm-hmm. Because and we were talking last ball. night you know, with Dr. Primos at Lumpkin County about concussions, Joe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We never we, – that didn't cross our mind back in the day. Back in we, the day. We just didn't know anybody. Sure, Same sure. reason, you know, you, you sat there and went the whole practice and, and took one water break. Mm-hmm. Thought mm-hmm. it made you tough. 
Oh, yeah? Well, how, how many quarterbacks do we see out there, son? Three. Let me All tell right. you something. Well, my entire the senior season when I played, I, I had migraine headaches the entire year yep. while I played. That means you got your bell rung rung early with that Uh that leather helmet, didn't you? Yep, sure did. (laughs) Sure did. Three wideouts. Marsh sprints to this side looking. Got pressure. Throws it short. Incomplete. They're going to say he caught it, I guess. He was kneeling, so he's already down. Yeah, they're going to say he caught it, but he had his knee down. He's at the 12-yard line, so he lost a few more yards. It'll be fourth and a long way for the Trojans with 10:37 and running here in the third quarter. Well, I'm going to tell you, you know, Marsh has had pressure on him all night long, and yep. at that time he got the pass away, but just and Jaden Glover was in his face. Mm-hmm. He was he was backpedaling, Joe, as he threw the pass. I think Mike. That's hard to do. Oh, sure. Yeah, Mike, I think you and I looked up a minute ago, and it's, it's Westminster who that uh, yes. Stockbridge would host next week. Yes. And that'd be a good matchup right here. If I, Westminster is usually a pretty good little team. Parker Dale, low snap, but he gets the punt away. It won't be a great punt, but it will come down. The guy will catch. Oh, he's hit immediately, but he gets away from it. Number two spins out at the 40. That is Howard, and he's ran out of bounds around the 34 yard line, 35 yard line. I think the so, official on this side is saying 37. Let's see where they spotted at. It's a 28-yard punt and about a three-yard return. Two or three-yard return. Yeah, they're going to say the 37, it. I think, is where they're spotting it at over there. Looking right, the so official. now the question, Joe, is do they start making these substitutes for Coach Clark here in this team? Well, let's see who they've got out there. they still got Tompkins going back out there. Well, I suspect uh, you're going to see your starters maybe for another series or two, and then they'll – Top, should sit them down. Tompkins out and Jordan Mack, a senior, back out there with him at the running back position. Uh, you've got one, two, three wide outs. you got a guy floating from one side to the other. He's going to be a tight end. Uh, looks to be Tyler Tucker. Eye formation or single setback handoff to Mack. Mack gets hit right at the 40-yard line, so he's going to lose two yards. How about that? Trojans come up. One of those guys is number eight, Zeke Harris. Zeke's been one of the leaders for the Trojans this year, fellas. Zeke is oh, yeah. second on the team in tackles at 9.6 a game, and he's going to have close to that tonight, I'm sure. 13 yards, lost three on the play, second and 13, 844 and running here in the in the quarter. One wide out on the near side, that's Chaz Huffman. Single setback, going to hand off to him again. He gets around one side and tripped up right at the 35-yard line. That was uh, Mack again. And he got to the 34 after the flip upside down. Charlie Dyer scooped his ankles out from under him. Gets about three and two, makes about five yards there. Be third and seven. We got to get to the 27. Ball is at the 34. Eight minutes, 12 seconds. Single set back with two wides. Tompkins got it, throws it short. Oh, and he's hit immediately. Great. Great defense. I think that – who was that number? Mason Carrick? I think it's Carrick. Came up and he drilled the receiver over there. Looked like number 14, I believe, Chris Noble, Jr. As soon as he caught the ball, he was smacked mm-hmm. by Carrick. He saw the, saw the play coming. Carrick did and came up and drilled him. He's a six-foot, 170-pound senior, Mason Carrick. So one of the seniors for the Trojans playing in his last game in the – Green. Single setback, three wideouts. And off to the running back, Mack. And he's not going to get anything. As Zeke Harris again. Zeke comes up and makes the tackle. So the blocking for North Hall or the, the blocking for Stockbridge 
didn't hold up like it has been, and North Hall's able to go three and out on their first series. That Actually, four and out. Well, that was a first down forward. play. Yep. Yeah. Turnover on down, so, yep. but the clock still doesn't stop. Clock will get it, and I think that the Coach Clark is just happy to do that and not worry about punting. And no, he's not, he's not worried about that. Just he's do not, it. And, and not worried about any scoring any more points. Mm-hmm. Now, now I think you'll probably see him start shuffling in the backups, Joe, because you know, you definitely don't want to get any of your starters hurt in a game that's already decided, right. basically. Hand off to Ruth. He's tackled from behind at the 34-yard line, it looked like. And, and again, plus you, you give the, the kids that are not the starters, you give them a chance to get some game experience under mm-hmm. the lights because you might need them somewhere down the road. And they can't ever tell you. You know, if they're the number two on the depth chart and number one goes out for whatever reason next week, number two's got to step up. But, you know, I asked Coach Nibble that question on the Saturday morning sports show. He was like, man, Mike, that doesn't mean anything. You're a meaningless game, and all of a sudden you're, you know, having to do something important in a ball game later on. But he says you can't even replicate that, mm-hmm. which is interesting, I thought. Out to pass over here, complete on the sideline, I believe. If it is, he caught it at about 44. Number 22 caught the pass. That is Cole Cable, and it's going to be complete at the 44 for the first down. But Gary, Cable's me you, I, I would think you know, if you're just getting the ball game, you're getting that grass time, as Coach Rockmore always said, that's going to be important no matter what happens with you in the future. Yep. Agreed. Well, you, you talk about that. Under the lights, mm-hmm. uh, on the court and basketball, on the wrestling mat, you've got to do that. To do a thing, you've got to do that thing. Go to the other side. That pass is incomplete. They were going a little deeper that time, and that pass was incomplete on the far side. It'll be second down at the 44 for the Trojans. 5-28 and running here in the third quarter from Stockbridge. What's going to be interesting, guys, is that, you know, who's going to replace Tanner Morris when it comes to the future? This young man, he's going to be remembered for a long, long, long time for all the records he set here. At oh, yeah. 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 Well, he's set a bunch, and we'll try to go over a few of them as we finish up tonight's broadcast. Snapped to Tanner. Tanner hands off the late handoff right in the middle, and they covered it well. He only got about a yard back to the 45. Kind of a draw, if you will. Hand off to Tate Ruth. Tate was able to get a yard. It'll be third and nine. Yeah, third down and nine now. Um. Let's see. He only played basically a year and a half. He was injured last year, Joe. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Missed over exactly. half the season. He played defense late in the year with that club on his hand. Yes. And uh, that was about it. Exactly right. Well, yep. he's going to be a career 3,000-yarder, I think, for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, he's had – I'll go over that in a second. That – we flipped a couple of guys over and everything's fine there. No, no don't get con, don't get crazy. No, well, one, one, of the, one of the kids from Stockbridge got his helmet off, just raised his hand, said, man, said, oh, I'm, oh, I'm done. Everything's okay. good. Everything's oh, good. Everything's yep. cool. Good job for the football guys. I'll get around. Everything's fine right there. So. Third down and now it's going to be fourth down and nine after the – Just third down. They flipped the – thing over to fourth. That's a, that we was Green, a, wasn't it? The, yeah. the guy that we had to find out who Nine, it was, yep, Kyle 11, Green. I believe it is. Yep. It's fourth down, so Parker Dell will punt again. He's back. Number 31. Parker, another senior for the Trojans. Gunners out on the side. A couple of guys come off for Stockbridge late. Four, fourth down and nine at the 45, rugby style. He waits on a lot, gets about three more yards, kicks it, and it's going to hit at the 25 and roll and roll inside the 10 down to about the nine. Nice job by Parker down to the eight that time. Number two, Jaden Howard just got away from it and let it roll. So it'll be first and 10 at the eight. 
for Stockbridge. That's a 47-yard punt with a roll. You know, I, and, and that rugby stuff, if you can get it and hit it just right, you're going to get that roll like that almost every time. If you look at, uh, the, I, I, uh, thanks to Jody Kenny for the stats that he supplies us during the season, if you look at the passing yard, single game passing yards, out of the top ten, Tanner has set four of them this year. Uh, number number one against Dawson County back in September the 1st, uh, 270 yards, 249 yards against Madison County in October. Go to the other I two. Think he's got minute. about 2,300 yards I of think that's total what it offense was. this mm-hmm. year. And a handoff this time to the running back. Oh, and he scoots up the middle and gets a first down, big sure first does. down right in the middle. Let's see who that man is as he gets up to the. Still got to uh, see who the quarterback's in there now. There's Carrick on the stop. Up moving the guys around. I got my binoculars spotted on them here. Don't know that that helps any, but that's what I got. Snap from Stockbridge. It is a first down. Going to hand off to a running back. He's going to cut through and get tripped up right there in the middle. Finally corralled by a North Hall guy right there around the 25-yard line. Number three is the running back, and... He's run it before. He's with the, the backup to. Yeah, 16. Joshua Scott, I believe, is the backup quarterback. He's a freshman. And I believe he's the backup quarterback. Yeah. Little guy out there next to. Yeah, Jordan Mack. He's, Jordan he, carried Mack. It, yep. he carried it in the first uh, first half. Quarterback got it. Oh, and he got it, uh, tried to pass it out here. He's incomplete as he got hit immediately. That was number 84, Chaz Huffman, I think, that. Yeah, Would have caught it, but he got hit immediately. Charlie Dyer climbed on his back just mm-hmm. as the ball got there, Joe. The other, Good pass defense that time. You can time that lick yep. when the ball gets there. No pass interference and no completed pass. 213 yards against Walnut Grove back in September and 209 against East Forsyth last week. So number one, number three, number seven and nine, those records belong to Tanner. Her running play comes out to this side. And he's run out of bounds around the 37-yard line. That is going to be, yeah, number 22 that time. That's going to be Mike Sims with the carry. Jake Clark, a 5'11", 147-pound junior linebacker for the Trojans. So Jake getting into the ballgame here late for North Hall. Passing TDs, uh, four records this year. Um, are tied a couple and set one. Four touchdown passes against East Hall back in September by Tanner Marsh. Snap. Hand off to Sims again. Sims dances around, going to get about uh, two or three. Can't come down. Finally gets knocked down about the 40 or 41-yard line, giving three yards on the carry. Under 20 seconds now left in the quarter. Yeah, it went by quick, didn't it? Yes, it did. Pass attempts, 36 against Dawson County and 30 against Madison County, first and uh, number one and number two in the record books for the season passing. And that will be the end of the third quarter. Right there, two and one. That'll end the third. It's still 41 to nothing, and Stockbridge has the football. We're back with the fourth and final quarter of the season for North Hall in one minute on 97.5 Glory FM. The Georgia High School Association is a voluntary nonprofit organization composed of over 450 public and private high schools. The GHSA administers regulations for region and state competition in 19 sports and two activities. Founded in 1908, the GHSA strives to promote good sportsmanship, participant safety, and fair play among its member schools. For more information, visit ghsa.net. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. 
You're representative to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. Four fingers in the air here from Stockbridge is fourth and final quarter time. And well, at least one good news story for you guys is that Georgia's on top of Ole Miss, right? Yeah, it was 21-14 a minute ago. Well, you knew Mississippi is a good football team. Uh, of course. I mean, it's been back and forth. They scored first, and we tied it up. Went up 14-7, they tied it up. So Southeastern Conference. Exactly the right. The late, great coach Dan McGill would say, they got scholarship athletes too. <laughs> exactly. I love to hear you say that. All and right. they do. The quarterback's going to pitch out to Sam. Sam's going to get hit right there at the 37-yard line. Great pursuit by the Trojans right there. Who was that Banks man? That's 69. Is that one of the younger guys? That was almost a shovel pass, yeah. wasn't it? He threw it out in front of him. Oh, no, was that the big man right there? Let me see who that – my glasses up here for a second. Sorry. No, that was uh, 89, which I don't have a number on, which is not unusual. For – For North Hall? I think that's Jody. I got it on this other side over here, I think. No, don't have it over there either. Oh, that one's pass is broken up right there to 30 or knocked down. And, uh, yeah, it'll be ball will be back at the 34 and it'll be fourth down. They'll wind up on his fourth in about 14, and they'll have to punt it right there. That might have been Dawson Gray, a freshman that was in there. Not real sure. They'll kick it, though. Jordan Wilson back in for another punt. High snap. He'll get it off as he gets about. Oh, it's not a good punt, though. He'll kick top of the tent and knock all the rain everywhere off that's been set on top of the tent. And it'll be spotted down at the, wow, 41-yard line. So not a very long one. What about three or four-yard kick, Gary, I guess? Something like that. What was it from the? Yeah, from the 34. 34 to the? Seven, eight-yard kick. Yeah. Yep. The uh, couple more stats for the Trojans. Um, receiving yards, Riles per year. Eight-yard uh, kick. Uh, number four in the record books, 142 against Walnut Grove earlier this year. And receptions uh, per game, Riles will own. Um, he has got one, two, three, four, five, six of the top ten. A.J. Jones has three, and Bo Whitmer has one of those. So, Might have been 99 while ago. Jones did 89. Not a bam. Tyner. Northall still got the starting guys in there, and that run's going to garner nothing as they lose about four yards back to the 46-yard line, Tanner Marsh in the game. You know, even the backups for Stockbridge are pretty big people. Mm -hmm. Pretty good-sized boys. Tate Ruth in the game. Now you've got uh, Zeke Harris coming off the field. He was in for a block in Riles per year. Good to see back in the game. Glad Riles is back out there. He's okay. Huddle up again with 9.28 remaining in the quarter. Passing completions, 22 in a season to against Austin County by Tanner Marsh. Um, trying to get a few more rushing stats in here. Per year in motion, they'll hand off per year going the other direction. No, they're going back this way. They gave it off to number 22, which is Cole Cable, a little semi-reverse, and Cole lost about two yards. Great pursuit. They weren't fooled at all as they came to the short side. And Stockbridge just tracked them down over here 
And it's going to be third down and about uh, 16. Might have been Glover in on that along with Marcus Torrance. It, again, we're screened by the by the big tent that's mm -hmm. right here at midfield. It blocks your <coughs> sideline view for about uh, 10 yards. What's interesting, though, is many schools in Henry County now have so many great athletes on this one school, this mm -hmm. team. Mm -hmm. Yep. Receiving touchdowns, he's tied with Bo Whitmire. Riles Perrier is with eight on the season. Long pass down the field, and it's going to be, I believe, intercepted at the 20-yard line. Yes. Is that number 12? It is, and yep. that is Kevin Connix. Kevin Connix. A senior. Mm -hmm. Hey, well, they're just airing something out, trying yeah, to trying make, to get something going. You're trying to get on the scoreboard. Don't want to be yep. shut out, but wasn't to be there on that particular play. Connix went up. He kind of threw it over, over his receiver. The only people that had a shot at that, Joe, were a couple of guys wearing white shirts. Mm -hmm. That might be your last time on offense for this season, too. <laughs> might be. Uh, career, individual career records by the Trojans. Riles per year receiving yards with 1,175 coming in with 99 receptions. Riles with number of receptions from 20 to present with 99. Uh, Brecken Kirby with 35 is number five on the list. Tate Ruth with 32, number six on the list. So pretty, pretty good uh, – Hall for these boys this year. Congratulations to them. They try to run it right in the middle. Going to get about four, maybe five yards up to the 24, it looks like. Well, they got uh, seven minutes and 20-some-odd seconds to go the length of the field if they want to score again. Now, they just might not, but mm -hmm. they may just kind of just pound it. But, too, Joe, stats you were talking about, you and I, as long as we've been around North Hall, seeing the names of those uh, records that were broken. Yep by yep. this team this last couple of years. There's a handoff right in the middle right there, and he's got a few yards, and he's still dancing on the far side. Up by the 40, gets pushed out of bounds at the 45. What are you talking about people like Brandon Garcia Sims. and Fabian Jackson? Well, and, now and that you, Whitmire. you say that, the receiving touchdowns that I'm looking at right here on career, uh, going from 10 up, you got JT Fair receiving touchdowns at five, tied with Taylor Ryder. That was back in 10 to 12. That Dylan Wolf, six and seven, had five. Daniel Jackson with six. Bobby Epps, four to seven, six. A.J. Jones had seven. Joe Gardner from four to five had seven. Flag. Walker Davis made that last stop. He probably prevented a touchdown because the ball carrier, Joe, was, was headed down the sidelines. They used that sideline pretty well, mm -hmm. they the Stockbridge Tigers. And they, they tightrope it right down through that. In fact, on that 99-and-a-half-yard run that you talked about earlier, that uh, he was pretty much high-stepping down the sidelines and just accelerated when. Oh, the ball snapped and they had to fall on it right there at the 33. It went over the quarterback's head and the running back, Sims, had to just fall on it right there. The five-yard penalty right before that, so that's going to yeah. push him back. Uh, number three on the list is Graham Duckin. He played 2005-2008 with nine. I that name. Bo Whitmire, or excuse me, Riles per year, is tied for first with Bo Whitmire with 13 touchdown receiving passes. Um, let's see. Well, you got your Duke Scott is out. You got yep. your, your starting quarterback, Tompkins. He's out. Sims is out there. You got the young guy at the quarterback, the freshman, throws a pass, complete to the far side, wrapped up right at the 40-yard line on the sideline. It'll be out of bounds on the far side. But the clock keeps on rolling. Five and a half minutes remaining here in the game. Um, passing touchdowns, Tanner Marsh. Uh, might be a while before we see this one, Matt, guys. He's number one from 2020 to present. 220 completions out of 328 attempts, 2,561 yards coming in, 25 touchdown passes. 
The next one is Fabian Jackson and Brandon Garcia with 21 each back in the 03 to 07 period. Long pass downfield, and it is caught right on the sideline. Wow. Man, he caught that what one around catch. the 30-yard line. What a catch right there. He had the guy all over him defensively. Amazing Trying catch. to see what that number is over there. That's his athleticism right there. Yeah, he just, bam, caught that he one He just right went up there. and took it away. Joshua Scott, number 16. I think I heard the PA man say that he caught it. Yeah, number 16 caught it. Yeah, what a catch. Yep. Right there on the side. Working the sideline again just perfectly. Mm-hmm. There's Scott this time going to hand it off. Got the, got the man handed off to the 20, the 15, the 10, and out runs everybody to the touchdown. That's Sims with the 30-yard or 28-yard touchdown. Mike Sims, I believe, number 22. Yep, Mike Sims, a junior. Yeah, I'm sorry, back up. You're saying so what? You know, yep. congratulations him for making the touchdown. 20 makes it 47, soon to be 48 is. Castillo will come in with four minutes left. See what they can do right here. If the kick will be good. Since that first missed extra point early on, he's been perfect. Let's see what he does on that one. That one's good too. It is 48 nothing Stockbridge. We'll take one more time and we're back in one minute here on 97.5 Glory FM. The Georgia High School Association would like to thank its corporate partners for their valuable support of high school athletics and activities. Georgia Farm Bureau Insurance, Georgia Electric Membership Corporation, Gatorade, Wilson, BSN Sports, Atlanta Hawks, Mizuno, Atlanta Braves, Subway, Sport Medicine South, Atlanta Track Club, NFHS Network, Regions Bank, Max Preps, GoFan, and Georgia Public Broadcasting. Thank you, North Hall. This is Chris Kinsey with Millie's Drapery and Decorating, and we would like to thank the North Hall community for their continued support. Since 1968, my family has provided the area with beautiful custom drapery, bedding, upholstery, blinds, shades, and more. If you would like some help with your interior design project, give us a call, and we'll schedule one of our talented designers to give you an in-home consultation and estimate for your project. Call us at 770-532-3819. So back here at Stockbridge, one more time, the Trojans will get the football here in 2023 after they kick this one off. And Castillo will do the kicking again. And you got to say, the Stockbridge backups looked pretty good, did they? Yeah. Of course, I mean, they're playing a lot of the North Hall backups, yep. too. They will kick it from the 40, 416 remaining. And this is one team you don't see backups on your special teams, Gary. Usually yep. you got this one no, set of guys. And the reason you don't – don't do that. It's just—it's too much disruption. I think that was Carlton caught it around the 18, running straight forward, caught it running. He got drilled right there to 32 or 33. He comes up slowly, but he's holding on to the football. And that was uh, number 22, Cole Cable. Cole's a little guy, but he took a brunt. But man, he did a nice job holding on to the football right there. It's Connix who hit him yep. along with another one of the Stockbridge Tigers. Yeah, and you're right, Mike, on the special teams. It's just too much of a disruption to try to put substitutes in there on special teams. Tanner Marsh, Tate Ruth, you still got uh, – so Cole, K, uh, Cable will stay in there. See who else you got in there. Kirby's still in there. A couple of new guys throw it short to Ruth. Ruth behind the line of scrimmage. Now he's in front of the line of scrimmage down to the 35 before being brought down. So he gets a two yards 
out of that. He caught it about four yards behind the line of scrimmage and had to scurry to get the, the positive yardage. He just swarmed right then, too. Mm-hmm. Got to about three, maybe. Yeah, give him uh, four on it, uh, three on it. Yeah, second down, seven, three minutes, nine seconds remaining here in the game. Corbin Sosby split out wide to this side. Two running backs this time. Going to hand off to one of them. I think that's Carlton. John going to get in about, oh, he think he got the first down. He got about eight. And going to give him the first down at the 44, 45-yard line. First and 10 for the Trojans with 247 remaining. Yep, first and 10 for the Trojans at the 45. Martian's still your quarterback. And you got Carlton out there, number 12, at a running back, Parker. Got two running backs, one on either side of Tanner Marsh. Marsh takes it, goes through his hands. He has to fall on it at the 39. He took his head, he turned his head just at the second there, Gary, and went right yep. through his hands, right beside his helmet. Yep, that'll, that'll do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the snap's getting back there pretty fast, so take your eyes off of it even for a split second. That's right. And that's what happens. Lost three on the play. It'll be second down and 13 from the 14. They keep moving it back. This is likely the last possession of the game. Oh, yeah, 155 and running. Second down, 16 yards to go now. Ball's at the 39. Marsh takes it, hands off. Now he's going to roll to this side, looks to throw. Got a little short one out to Ruth. Ruth to the 40. The 45 puts his helmet down and gets tripped up by number 27 that time. That is Mylon Lee. Yeah, 5'10", 160-pound <coughs> sophomore. Lee just did that dive at his feet, knocked his feet out from under him, didn't try to tackle him. He just knocked him down. Spotted at the 45, so at least he got the six back. He's back to the original line of scrimmage, third down and 10 with 123 remaining. North Hall, as Marsh goes over, gets the signal, comes back in. Bringing a couple of guys wide on this side. Cable and Sosby, two wide on the other side. Marsh looking to pass. Finds a guy complete on the far side. I think that was, was that number 12 that he called it? Carlton? Yep. Yep, Parker Carlton caught that one for the first down. Now it'll keep it running. We're under a minute. So North Hall will get to hold on to the football here at the end of the game. Stockbridge all night from about the middle of the first quarter on tonight, Gary. Yeah, they scored the 13 points in the first quarter, but as we said, that 28-point second quarter put the game on ice. Mm-hmm. And then we had a running clock here in the second half. They scored one more here in the second half. Three wideouts. But the backbreaker was the 99-yard three-quarter run. Marsh. Takes it out to this side, stepped on the guy, got away away from the guy, got a flag. Going, yeah, he pushed him out of bounds. Yeah, he was out of bounds when he made contact. Number 52 made the contact. Bryson Putman. In fact, he, really he was won. about three yards out of bounds. Yeah. He shoved him. Yeah, but it looked like the Tanner was well out of bounds with him, so they'll tack on 15 after that. They got to about five yards on the carry to the 40. Penalty 20. will stop the clock momentarily. Yeah. 21.9. They'll move it up 15. Now North Hall will have one more play left. And North Hall's 2023 season will come to an end. They'll finish up 7-4, and 7-3 oh, in the regular season, 0-1 oh, in the And Stockbridge post. will go to 9-2 and two and be playing Westminster next week in the second Post-West round. Post-Westminster in the second round next week. That'll carry them down to the 20. He keeps going. 25-yard line. They'll put the ball down and start it as soon as the – Thing. They start the clock right there, and it's starting. 
Tanner Marsh, North Hall will have one more snap. Four wide outs with Ruth beside him. Marsh back looking. Oh, a man's on him instantly. He gets away from him and rolls to the far side. He's trying to run around the far side. He gets down inside the 10 to the six-yard line. Five, four, three, two, one. They're going to stop the clock with 1.3. You called timeout. Yeah. Well, they want to see if they can score. Yep. Sure. Yep. Well, did you see Marsh's teammate actually came from behind, and I couldn't see the number, but tried to knock him into the end zone. Mm-hmm. Wasn't the tush push. This was the knock him push down. Him yep. Knock him in there. Yep. They got it down to the six, seven-yard lines where North Hall will be. First and goal with 1.3 seconds. North Hall has the chance to score here with 1.3 seconds. That also is going to add to Marsh's career offense total. Yes. He's going to set some records that are going to be standing for a while. Oh, now, yeah. but, but in fairness now, in fairness, you know, during the Bob Christmas era, it was uh, the wing tee. Yep. Didn't, didn't throw a whole lot out That's of right. that. And uh, these last couple of years under Sean Pender has been a, a little bit of a different animal. Yes, there were right. still some elements. We even saw but, that old North Hall trap tonight, didn't we, Joe? But still, you wouldn't go to the playoffs either running or passing the football. And this is a number four team out of region, eight quad A. Yep. I mean, I'm, I, Tanner Marsh is a fine quarterback. Yep. And he could probably play this somewhere at the next level. And he might be. I hadn't heard anybody say anything, but I think he could play somewhere. Well, let's see. This should be the last play of the season for North Hall. One point. Barring another penalty. Tanner Marsh, two wideouts. Ruth beside him on the right. Puts man in motion. Takes the snap. Looks. Rolls out to the near side. Looking for a man. Looking for a man. Throws it in the middle. Oh, it's knocked away Added at the down. last second. And that'll be your ball game. 41-48-0. Stockbridge with the win. Congratulations to Stockbridge Tigers. Congratulations to North Hall on a great season, making it to the first round of the state playoffs. When the season comes to a close, final score, Stockbridge 48, North Hall nothing. We're back in two minutes. Wrapping up for you on 97.5 Glory FM. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Georgia temperatures change like the score in a close game. Let us help you be prepared for any season. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. Change can be bad or change can be good. Hello, this is Matt Nix with Duplicating Products, your local Canon, Savin, and HP dealer. In serving Northeast Georgia for more than 48 years, we've learned that while change is inevitable, it also brings opportunity. Just look at the bad changes of the pandemic that helped lead to improved technology and innovation. Let Duplicating Products help you find the opportunity in the changes that may affect your business. Give us a call at 770-532-9932 and see us online at duplicatingproducts.com. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, 
the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. And we're back here one final time here from Stockbridge. And it is mentioned some thank yous. Thank you to Stockbridge Athletic Director Andre Bird for making us feel at home and also for Coach Thomas Clark for his help getting us a starting lineup and the roster for tonight's ball game. And I tell you what, it was fun to see these players in their career. It's a the way it did, but it was really something to see them play. Well, it was fun to see, and, and I tell you one thing that, that a lot of folks, and since Jody Kenny's just doing such a fantastic job keeping up with records now, to see the records that this team set over the mm-hmm. last two years yep. with Riles Perrier receiving Tanner March as a quarterback, uh, you know, they, they've got a lot to build on. They went from three and seven last year to seven and three this year. Uh, Coach Pender, I think, has got a good thing. He's got, like I say, he's got 16. Um, guys that that uh, are graduating this year but they've got a lot of uh, a lot of guys returning so i think that's a good thing yep. final stats for tonight if uh, michael let me run through them sure go quick. for it um 500 yards exactly for stockbridge 326 running 174 passing for north hall total yards mike only 80 total yards so that tells you what the defense so well well under the average for north hall uh running the ball they were 23 rushes for only 19 yards um, Marsh wound up in the positive side with two. Ruth with 11 yards. Carlton with 11. Riles per year with two. Uh, Tanner was eight of 17 for throwing six, uh, 67 yards. Riles caught three passes for 41 yards. Cole Cable caught two for 20. Tate Ruth uh, two for nine. Uh, Scott wound up. I don't even know that he, he might have played a little in the second half. He was 10 for 192 rushing. Uh, then you had Mike Sims five for 70. He's this guy that scored the last touchdown there for him. Uh, Hopkins or uh, Tompkins, excuse me, ten of sixteen, one hundred and forty-one, uh, and then Joshua Scott three of four for thirty-three. Uh, receiving was Ryan Johnson five for one hundred fifteen. He didn't catch any in the second. Tompkins had uh, part of four touchdowns, three passing, one running. Scott had two touchdowns. The big blow, of course, was the ninety-nine-yard, twenty-eight-inch thing that he got, yep. and that yep. that really that. It was like seeing the air go out yep. of a balloon. Yeah, I, I, mean, I tend to agree with because, you. It, because they were they were in the game till then. They, 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 were, they were in was, the game. It, it was, was, it was a six to nothing. It was a six to nothing game, and then all of a sudden, boom! And you had them pinned inside the one, inside the one, on a great kick and a great down right there by the North Hall team, and then all right. of a sudden, boom! He breaks outside, and from the ten on, he basically had two guys that might have could have got him, but boom! He turned on the afterburners. Oh man, he was, was he gone? Yep. He was gone. Yeah, then NC State's going to get a good one. Well, they're going to get a dandy one. That's for sure. That's for sure. Now, the question for North Hall is there is going to be an appeal made on Thursday. Will Hall County School District make an appeal with the Georgia High School Association to move North Hall and Chesity into a region with the other four Hall County schools in AAA next year? Right now, they are separated. North Hall and Chesity are in one region. West Hall, Cherokee Bluff, Johnson, and East Hall are in another region. And that's what doesn't make any sense from that standpoint. No. Right. And, and, right. The, and the Hall County people want it. Because of travel, because sure. of gate. I yep. mean, let's face it. You know, you don't you don't just suit these kids up here and move them out on a couple of bucks a day. I mean, this is an football is an expensive sport. Sure is. Even broadcasting, it is. You've got to. Yeah, it is. You've got to pay the freight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you've got to pay the freight, and it sure does help. Rather than if I've got to travel mm-hmm. for seventy miles 
I mean, North Hall travels well. In fact, at the start of the game night, they had more people than the home team. Mm -hmm. I think they caught up. Mm -hmm. they, they was a slow-arriving crowd. But, you know, the fact is I'm going to bring a whole lot more people if I've got to drive 10 miles and if I've got to drive 8. Mike and I talk a lot about that during basketball and baseball, Mike, Gary, when we, when we go cover those games. Mm -hmm. is that When you've got a North Hall Esau game, it's always been packed. I mean, I remember you, Mike, and I remember back in the old gym oh, at yes. North Hall and East Hall, oh, yes. it was more than standing room oh, only yes. in oh, yeah. the old gym. Marshall could have shut you down. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Back then, you would have. Right. You know, because you were stand, standing, what, four and five deep up on the stage back mm -hmm. then trying to make room with the pet band. So, so right now, looking at making schedules, right now, North Hall is well, they call in Region 6 AAA for some reason. Mm -hmm. They even got the numbers wrong in my mind. But got, right. in Region 6 AAA would have North Hall, Chester T, Dawson County, Lumpkin County, White County, Gilmer, Pickens, and Greater Atlanta Christians. <laughs> exactly. And I throw my hands up, folks, thinking, why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're, you're going you're going along pretty good there until you hit GAC. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> well, while, while if they get the appeal, mm -hmm. they would be North Hall, Chester T, West Hall, Cherokee Bluff, Johnson, East Hall, Jefferson, Oconee County, and Monroe area. Yep, yep. Well, and see, they ought to flip-flop those last two or three and put them, you know, that's, it just makes more sense for the Hall County schools oh, to yeah, be in Hall mean, County. Jefferson's not a very, just, but now you're getting o Oconee County and, and which right. been Monroe area. area. That's, a pretty good, that's a pretty good haul. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Been in that region before, though. Oh, we yeah. have. We probably oh, remember yeah. Monroe area, and us were in the region back in the 70s and 80s. Sure. No doubt about that. So, mm -hmm. isn't that bad? And Oconee County was in the region back with North Hall mm -hmm. back in the day. From the end we'll see, we'll see what happens. The big thing is when it comes to scheduling, even your non-region games, who would mm -hmm. you schedule? Yeah. And, for example, if you get put in Region 6, would you schedule Hall County Schools, East Hall, West Hall, Cherokee Bluff, that I kind think, of thing. I think you still do just because of the gate. You know, even if it's not non, even if it's not a, a region game, mm -hmm. you schedule them because well, if, if North Hall and East Hall and North Hall and, and Chester T don't play each other, something's going to be weird. I'm sorry, that's just going to feel different because they they played every year since the inception uh, of Chester T. North Hall and East Hall have played all uh, all every year since those two schools were that's built. About, yeah. And so I mean, it's it's one of those things that tradition tells you they got to play. If there was a, a a 12-team region, or not 12-team, but an 11-team region, and they can only play 10, re 10 region games, and East Hall and Chester T weren't in there with North Hall, it'd be weird. Right now, North Hall's play. in an 11-team region, but mm -hmm. two of those teams are playing non-region exactly. region. They've got the schedule they've got right it, now. Exactly. But they have the eight region games here in football. We'll tell you more about that and see what happens with the Trojans. Again, Joe and I will have basketball before you. Starting on Tuesday night, we'll bring you Dawson County and Flowery Branch. Then we'll bring you our first North Hall ball game. Coming up on the 28th, pardon me. <coughs> On the 28th, they will be going up against Jefferson, and I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, then we'll go every Tuesday night during the regular season. We'll see what happens with Lumpkin County Friday night. We'll bring you high school basketball every Friday after the end of the football season. But next Friday night, we'll be in Dahlonega at least one more time as mm -hmm. the Indians take on Ben Hall's Oconee County Warriors in a rematch of last year's first-round matchup. Our broadcast will begin with the Longstreet Cafe pregame show at 7.05 and kickoff at – 7.30. We'll have at least one more football game after that because we'll have the FCA East-West All-Star Football Classic again. It will be at Lakeview Academy this year on Thursday, December the 14th. Yep. And they're getting uh, everything lined up for that, so mm -hmm. stay tuned right here on your radio station for North Georgia Sports. Well, mm -hmm. we've got this season is over. North Hall's getting ready for the next one. we got one more game at least in high school football. And we wish the, the Indians the very best coming up on Friday night, guys. Yes, oh, sir. Yeah. Good luck oh, to yeah. them. And I hope we get weather like we had last night. That, you, was, that would be fine. That would be fine. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm telling you, you know, this year 
the script has flipped a little bit. Oconee County was the prohibitive favorite last year, but I think Lumpkin County's favorite. I think Lumpkin County would be. Oconee's a younger team. They were senior-laden last year. Uh, They're younger this year. They had a good win the other night, but now you've got (coughs) – excuse me. You've got uh, the senior-laden team and a very experienced team in Lumpkin County, I think that's going to be a, a tough one. Well, they looked awfully good last mm-hmm. night. I'll put it that way. So, again, we've got a big week in store for you Tuesday night. High school basketball starting at 545 from Flyer Branch with Dawson County. New boys coach at Flyer Branch there with David Hawkins. Looking forward to seeing him and Courtney Hiss, Courtney uh, Newton's team there at Flyer Branch. We'll have Dawson County also. We've got Todd Cottrell back as head coach at Dawson County. And uh, Coach England's back there. Uh, for the uh, team for Dawson County's girls. Looking forward to seeing them play. Then Friday night, Lumpkin County and Oconee County football. Saturday night, LSU in Georgia State here on 97.5 Glory FM. Then Sunday afternoon, it's Georgia State and Little Rock in college basketball action. They'll do it for us this evening here as Glory goes on the road with North Hall. We're here in Stockbridge. Thanks for being with us here. And thanks again to everyone who made our broadcast possible this evening. Final score once again was Stockbridge 48, North Hall nothing. For the entire sports team at 97.5, Glory FM back at home in Gainesville. We're producing game as always. Nathan Laddie for Gary Glenn and for Joe Gailey and for our partner Ron Poole listening to us this evening. I'm Mike Warford. Thanks for being with us here on your radio station for North Georgia Sports, 97.5, Glory FM. And from Stockbridge, good night, everybody. This has been Friday Night Football in North Georgia. Tonight's game is brought to you by Conditioned Air Systems. NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine, Jackson EMC, Duplicating Products, Riverside Pharmacy, EMC Security, Siphon Logistics, Autry's Ace Hardware, North Hall Tire and Wheel, Representative Lee Hawkins, and by Millie's Drapery and Decorating. Join us next week for more great football action on Friday Night Football in North Georgia. This has been a sports presentation of 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ Radio. Thanks for joining the family at 97.5 Glory FM. Oh
supply my every need. I lean on you. You know I've heard the battle raging. Then I prayed till victory came. There have been times I really thought, Lord, you don't even know my name. But I've been blessed and I've been down to where I didn't know what to do. But in the times of joy or sorrow, Lord, I've learned to lean on you. That's why I Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. House Speaker Mike Johnson unveiling his proposal to avoid a partial government shutdown next weekend by extending government funding for some agencies and programs until January 19th and continuing funding for others until February 2nd. Here's correspondent Ken Lorman. The approach is unusual for a stopgap spending bill. Generally, lawmakers extend funding until a certain date for all programs. Speaker Johnson decided to go with the combination approach, addressing concerns from GOP lawmakers who want to avoid being presented with a massive spending bill just before the holidays, as has often occurred in the past. That bill excludes funding requested by President Biden for Israel, Ukraine, and the U.S. border with Mexico. Heavy combat earlier today as Israeli troops and Hamas gunmen battled outside Gaza's largest hospital. Also at srnnews.com, Americans around the nation today all paying tribute to those who serve. To this day, wherever the forces of darkness have sought to extinguish the light of liberty, American troops are there. In remarks at the National Veterans Day observance at Arlington National Cemetery, President Biden says America has many obligations, especially to veterans. We only have one truly sacred obligation, to prepare those we send into harm's way and to care for them and their families when they return home. Authorities in Houston say it's a horrendous traffic accident in the downtown area. Police say one vehicle ran a red light early this morning while driving at a high rate of speed, plowed into another. Six people are dead, one injured, one of the victims, a former NFL player. This is SRN News. I'm Scott, the owner of Solid Fire Pits. When I began welding my custom-made fire pits for friends and family, I shared them on TikTok because I was just so proud of them. Check it out. That's beautiful. I posted every new fire pit design and more people kept ordering from 26 states and counting. Then on my birthday, I had my best sales ever. 
Now, how can the universe beat that? Solid Fire Pits is just one of the 5 million U.S. businesses that rely on TikTok every day. TikTok sparks business. Hi, Rhett Rasmussen of BestHotGrill.com. Step up your grilling game with our Solaire Portable Infrared Grills. Our Compact Everywhere is a favorite of RVers and trailer pullers. Solaire Infrared provides the quick sear for bar marks and texture needed to properly finish sous vide. Use a portable alongside your larger conventional grill to create an instant sear zone and more juicy and flavorful food. Learn more at BestHotGrill.com. Affordable, powerful, portable infrared grills at Best hotgrill.com a new poll asking voters just how important is abortion according to the public religion research institute 50 percent of democrats say they will not consider voting for a candidate if he isn't in favor of abortion republicans and independents don't feel so strongly only 38 and 35 percent of them respectively say they would not cast a ballot for a candidate if he doesn't agree with them on that issue Nearly half of evangelical Christians and nearly half of non-religious people also say that abortion is a litmus test for them. Michael Harrington, SRN News. Now here's an interesting side note about the World Series champions, Texas Rangers. They are the only team in Major League Baseball that does not host a gay pride night at the park. Team officials say our commitment is to make everyone feel welcome. Arlington, where the Rangers are based, one of the more conservative cities in Texas. This is SRN News. New electric vehicles are being planned from Detroit's automakers. Stellantis plans to build a new mid-sized pickup truck along with battery-run versions of six Jeep, Ram, and Dodge vehicles. Ford envisions at least three new electric vehicles that will preserve jobs at several factories. General Motors plans to build at least six new electric vehicles, including a full-size SUV. Those and other plans by Detroit's automakers have emerged in details of the tentative contract agreements that ended the six-week strikes by the United Auto Workers Union. That is correspondent Jeremy House reporting. A new large study finds the popular weight loss drug Wegovy reduced the risk of serious heart problems by some 20%, at least in certain patients. The international trials showed the weekly injections prevented heart attacks, strokes, and heart-related deaths. More details at srnnews.com.